in white satin Never reaching the end Nights in white satin Never reaching the end Nights in white satin All right. Wait, where's my music? First, I'm going to say this. Look, this is some real talk from your friend, Tom. I'm horse around here. You know that. When the kid shows up, it's real talk. This ain't no, uh... This ain't no... We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not peddling uh, tr- uh, trash here. Right, Mike? Uh, thank you. Mike gets it. Not many get it. Mike gets it. You know what else Mike gets? Your calendar order. That's right. It's the best show. What's up, everybody? My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's installment. And boy, do we have a show for you. The topic tonight is I need you to figure out the five people you would pick to start Earth over. That's right. We're starting it over. Earth 2. Reboot. Gritty Christopher Nolan style, right? Let's reboot it. Earth reboot. Who's the five people that kick off the reboot? The phone number 201-332-3484. We also have... Rock star slash comic book star Nick Thorburn in studio. He'll be in later. Our friend Nick is coming by to say hi. And we've got your old friend Tom is going to make a very special announcement about something that's happening that's going to change the very fabric of the best show. What's that going to be? Well, you'll find out soon. We're going to start it off, though. We got a world premiere record now, right? World premiere. Now, you know there's this band, Sunshine and the Rain. We are friends with them, and they're great. And uh, I love them so much. And uh, they put an album, a single out, then they put an album out. The album's so good. Single was so good. Guess what? They're back for more. They're not done. They're back for more. They got a new album coming out. Uh, end of October, it's coming out. And get ready for this thing. I'm telling you, man. The album's called Beneath the Stars, and we're going to get a world premiere song from it. Right, Pat? Yeah. We got that coming up. Now, let me also say, Dudio feel better, buddy. Studio's uh, under the weather. I miss you. I'm, I'll say this. I miss you. You know what? Everybody here misses you. Everybody. Feel better, Dudio. And uh, we're going to hear after the theme song, we'll hear the new record from 
Sunshine in the Rain. Album Beneath the Stars comes out end of October and it's on Ernest Jenning Records. You can order it over at their band camp. But right now I tell you, you sit back, you relax, you relax. And you listen to Often Imitated. Yeah. No no kidding, right? Often Imitated. I made this whole thing. I made this. Best show made it. I hear it. I hear these other shows. You don't think I hear the best show and all these things? These bums and halfwits. Wholesaling. We've been crafting here for years. Wholesaling it. I feel like I'm at a bleeping flea market sometimes. Hear the things we did. Best show.
up. Best show. Here we go. Three hours. Mirth. Music. Mayhem. Remember when that used to be the thing I said? Well, guess what? I just said it again. Here on a Tuesday night is September. Makes its way into October. Fun times for everybody. Fun times for all. Right? Grand old time. Sit back. Right? You sit back by the old uh, old record player. Not a record player? No, we're not playing records. That's a record player. You sit back and you listen to this show on whatever you got. And look. Some people hearing this thing uh, in the future. They're not hearing it tonight. This might be going down AI style. Right? 4,000 years from now, a little robot kid is uh, playing it through his uh, through his little speaker. And that little robot kid says he's looking for answers about life. And who shows up? That's right. A robotic Jim Harbaugh. And he says to that little robot kid he tells him to what now? That's right. He tells him to drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. That's right. And really, guys, wise words. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Who gets the first tattoo of that, Mike? Right? You? You're going to do it? All right. Well, look, maybe we'll find somebody to do it for you. Drink as much milk. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Oh, hi, Coach. Uh, yeah, I've been drinking milk. Uh, uh, my little belly uh, has been holding a fair amount of milk because I've been drinking it in all the different uh, types, the whole milk and the 2% and the chocolate milk. And I am, uh, I'm 27 years old and, um, my doctor said I'm dying of natural causes because of all the milk I've been drinking. Uh, drink all the milk your little belly can hold. We just heard sunshine in the rain from our friends, uh, 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 in that band and they have a new record coming out and that was a great song. Love it. Love it. Just the way it goes. Album comes out next month. The phone number 201-332-3484. And we are talking about who are the five people you pick to re uh, reboot Earth? Who do we get to reboot Earth, huh? What are we going to do here? We gave it a good run, right? Maybe it's time to start over. Who do you get? AP Mike? Start him. At least you'll have calendars. That counts. That counts for something. You're going to need to construct some sort of of of, uh, of system to to uh, keep track of the days. AP Mike's got you locked down with that, right? Right, Mike. For one year. Well, you just keep repeating the same year over and over. 
Mike and I uh, recorded uh, Sad Mirage, episode of Sad Mirage, our hit, our hit unfunny. It's funny, though. It's I think it's as funny as anything, but we're not trying to be funny on it. Me and Mike just shooting the, 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 we're talking about the real stuff. And let's just say, a little teaser, coming soon to eBay, Mike's Memories. You going to do it, Mike? For the holidays. Get a little piece of Mike's life. Besho, hi. Hey. Hey. It's Justin. Justin. What's up, Justin? Where are you calling from? Staten Island. Justin from Staten Island. What's uh, going on on Staten Island tonight? What are you doing? Um, um, I'm actually in the island of Manhattan right now. But okay. um, I'll be going home later. But I just have something for the topic. What are you taking? The ferry back? You taking the ferry? Express bus. Express bus. What's your favorite thing on Staten Island? What do you, what do you like best? Um, Staten Island Yankees. The Staten Island Yankees, their minor league team. How'd yeah. they, how'd they do this season? How did the Staten Island Yankees do? Um, I actually worked there and, um, they did very well. Mm-hmm. They, um, they did very, very, very well. Who's the star <laughs> of the Staten Island Yankees? Who's the big, who's the, who's the, the guy that makes everybody cheer? Scooter. Scooter, the, the, um, who is the mascot. Scooter. Who actually dabs from me once. Yeah, all right. No players, though? Nobody actually on the field? Anybody cares? No, no, they're pretty bad, actually. They're not very good. So what do you got here? Uh, what do you got, Scooter? You want to do uh, uh, five people? Yeah, I could just, I'll take it one by one, and I'll just base it off how you react. You don't tell me how I'm going to tell. I tell you. Because seriously, think about it, Scooter. You're going to call up and tell me, I'll tell you how you're going to take the, Look, we're not on Staten Island right now. If we were on uh, Highland Boulevard, you want to talk tough to me, I might have to fall in line. I might have to. I might I have will. To, yeah. We're not in the Lemon Tree parking lot, my friend. Just hear my list. You don't tell me how it is. Hey. Hey. You don't tell me how it is. We're not, uh, we're not over in New Dorp. Right? <laughs> New Dorp, New York. Yeah. We're not in Sedudos. <laughs> we're not getting a cone at Sedudos. You don't tell me if we were getting a cone at Sedudos, you want to drop your list on me? I'd have to accept it. But no, you're not. You're not a. We're not a pastisseria Bruno. <laughs> Ordering a hazelnut dessert. <laughs> so, this is how I want this to go down. You got your list of five. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, Scooter. Here we go. Number one. Henry Rollins. Why? Um, he's traveled the world. He's old enough to have a good understanding of how the world operates. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good justification. He's very strong. He's stronger. He's strong and he's seen mind. the world. Number two. Uh, 2018 Lydia Lunch. From Lydia Lunch, a retrovirus. Her, her, her yes, band. yes. And why? her spoken word funk. Music that okay. she's working on recently. Right. Why? Why? Um, your 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 list of people revise to to reboot the Earth. You got two pretty close to each other right off the bat. Rollins and Lydia Lunch. You're 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 pulling from a smaller pool right off the bat than 
than I would have thought, but why Lydia Lunch? First, I, I, I'd say in the same vein of why I chose Henry Rollins, two very, very strong people. Just um, Okay. So no. that's, that covers the punk part of the theme. But Number I have three. Three other ones that you'll really like. Number three. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Why? He's up at all times of the hour. He cares about his family. He's working out at 4 a.m. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen his schedule. Oh, I can't. What do you think? You don't think I work all nights, all time of night? I'm sleeping four hours a night tops lately, my friend, Scooter. That's, I, I think I roll. <laughs> I'm supposed to be impressed that Mark Wahlberg has his butler wake him up? <laughs> right? Brings it some bee pollen shake. I ain't got nobody doing that for me. I got to get up. I, I got my dog, breathe, uh, good and poochie breathing, hot dog breath in my face, trying to wake me up. That's the only alarm I got. I'm going Rocky style with this. I don't got my butler. <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg, because he's up at all hours of the night and he exercises. Okay. Yes, because if he's helping to, to foster a good community and for the new earth, okay, he keep needs go, to be up Keep at going, all hours keep going, night. keep going. Number four. Uh, Ted. Who? Ted from Ted. Tad. The the rock star Tad Doyle. No, Ted. Ted. Oh, the bear. <laughs> yeah, the bear. <laughs> oh, you got it some tood, my friend. <laughs> yeah, the Staten bear. Island. Yeah, you you know what? You're probably not even from Staten Island. Oh yes, I am. I'm from Eltingville. Eh, you sound like a phone. You you sound like a phone. You're probably from uh, Bergen County. Oh no, I really am from Staten yeah. Island. Don't yeah, insult you sound, me. You sound like a. You sound I like. I go to a, South Beach for for um uh, for Gabagool every Sunday. You sound like a. You sound like a, a, a vampire weekend real estate fancy uh, uh, fancy lad uh, Titus Andronicus uh, fancy lad Bergen County. No, I'm not from Bergen County. Although I love North Jersey. So why would you pick the bear Ted as the fourth person to to save Earth? Because he's he's very funny and he's also very dirty, which I think we need in the in the group. Right. I think Num- he's okay. got a little bit of a bad mouth. Number five is who now? Final person to help reboot Earth. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Are you? Did you get? Did you get? Just wake up from a coma from 2011 or something? <laughs> Ted, Megan Fox, Mark Wahlberg. I was going to say John Katzenmatidis too. So why Megan Fox? We oh we need we need more girls on the list. So I just thought that would be a good go. one. All I right. think she'd work well with Lydia Lunch. Here you go. Here is the verdict: Henry Rollins, Lydia Lunch. Mark Wahlberg, Ted, and Megan Fox. Let's do the calculation. Hold on, i got to shut this off. Here's the calculation. Wait. Wait for it. Earth is dead. No! Earth does not survive with that terrible list. You're a you're a you're a you're a, you're the secret shame of Staten Island with, with that attitude. 
You can't even get in that 7-Eleven. They shouldn't even let you in that 7-Eleven on the corner of Highland Boulevard in Newdorp. They shouldn't even let There's you no in. There's no 7-Eleven on the corner of Highland Boulevard. Of course there is. Of course there is. You know there is. Right on the corner there. You know it. They shouldn't even let you get a fill a Slurpee with a, a Deadpool 2 cup. Get off my phone. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Tim in Chicago. Tim in Chicago. What's up, Tim? Not too much. I just thought I'd call in and uh, tell you about my contribution to the AP Mike Headshot Challenge. Ah, it's the ongoing challenge where people take the headshots that AP Mike sells over at apmike.bandcamp.com, which are still available, yes. Mike? The headshots, yes, they still are. And I got to tell you, these things, they get out so quickly. It's so efficient. It's like you order it and it's there yeah. by the end of the week. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. The customer, it's, it's like he's got his own, it's like, uh, it's like Amazon, right? It's like Amazon if they only sold three things. A calendar. <laughs> it's like Amazon if they only sold three things and they were a source of goodness. Yeah, Mike's like a good Amazon, right? <laughs> Very much so. So what did you do um, with Mike's headshot? Because the whole thing was placing his headshot in a unique location and then taking a picture of it. Right. Well, what I what I had Mike do, I asked him when he signed it to just write two thumbs way up. And there is, for reasons that I cannot determine... There is a advertisement for the John Travolta movie Gotti at a bus stop at the uh, intersection of Ashland and Division in Milwaukee in Chicago. It's still up, and so I went over there. I had my I got a photocopy of my headshot, and I taped it right on the advertisement. And so now we got we got John Travolta's face, and then it's AP Mike with a two thumbs way up. Very nice, very nice. You hear that, Mike? You ordered Mike liked it on Twitter. Did like it? He's yeah, he'll like anything on Twitter though. (laughs) He's one of those. He's one of those guys. You look. He's he's got like he's got five thousand followers, and he's following six thousand people. Yeah, well, he gave me a follow, and I got I got really excited, and then I realized yeah, I that realized yeah, it's, it's worthless. he's about a, he's at about one to one ratio. Yeah, you realize it's worthless. A follow yeah, from well, AP no, Mike no, is truly worthless. worthless. It's it's worth truly, it's worth less, less than, than zero. I thought it was worth. It's worth nothing. Not literally worth nothing. It's worth literally nothing. Because <laughs> he shows no 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 uh, discretion with it. He'll follow anybody. You know, you're right. You're right. It is worthless. I'm sure you look at his thing. He's probably following all these New York Mets. He's probably following like all like anyone. You following uh-huh. any any uh, baseball players, Mike? Gronk. <laughs> Mike follows Gronk. Apparently, that's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah, imagine that guy typing away Gronk. How many keyboards does Gronk smash when he tries to like tweet with those? Uh, those uh, Hulk hands of his? He probably just uses his forehead, his forehead. He just yeah. bangs his forehead on the phone. 
I, that guy Gronk. First, because there's this guy he plays for the New England Patriots, and this guy is is like a uh, basically like a like a uh, a dumb RoboCop, right? What would you say, right? Dumb RoboCop, yeah, like, like a dumb weekend. football playing RoboCop. Uh huh. And he like wins all these things because he plays with this one guy. Tom Brady, and like they won all these Super Bowls, but he's well. Like, they got the coach too, Belichick. Mm-hmm. He's actually here right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, can I talk to him? Sure. Hold on, Coach. You want to come in here? Somebody wants to talk to you. Hello. Oh, hey, Coach. Uh, uh, my name's Tim. I'm from Chicago. How are you? Okay, um, I was just wondering where you get your sweatshirts. Well, um, I really just want to talk about the uh, upcoming game. Uh, really focus on that. Not really looking to talk about anything other uh, than the game. Oh, sure, sure, sure. What's your strategy for protecting the quarterback? Uh, I really would just like to focus on uh, uh, the upcoming game as much as we can. Focus on the practice for that, and uh, uh, I do like Bon Jovi. That, that all makes sense. Thanks, Coach. I do like Bon Jovi. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel, and Doug is back from down under. Goodbye. Goodbye. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't well, smell them. Hey, Coach, is Tom still there? He left. The coach just left. Coach Belichick just left amazing Tom I was wondering um, I, I somebody posted this on the friends of Tom uh, Facebook group so I'm, I'm totally aping somebody else's contribution here yeah, but yeah. Uh, there's a band in Chicago called milk belly are you aware of this band yes everyone on earth has told me about milk belly uh, okay all right I'm sorry that's I'm fine. sorry to be that's the... fine drink as much milk they're as fantastic are they, ensemble. You are might they like good? them a lot. They've been touring with the Breeders this summer. We're not doing it tonight. What if they did that? What if you go to see the Breeders, right, and suddenly they go... And they're like, we're not doing it. Can you imagine? What if they said, we're not doing it unless you throw more money at the stage if we need to count 500 more dollars? <laughs> and they just tease I'd it. I'd contribute $13. You know what I'd say? Just play Divine Hammer. It's better than Cannonball, right? That song, Divine Hammer? You know you're that. You know you're that shooting song. above above my head. Oh, come on. Tighten it up, Chief. Get off my phone. You know the Divine Hammer? You know that song, Mike? Yeah. It's a classic. 
better than better than uh well their best song is safari that's their best song best song best video man that's a good song safari it's good stuff jack Best. That's the best. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. This is Nick from Albuquerque. What's that now? It's uh, Nick from Albuquerque. Nick from Albuquerque. Sounds like, it sounds like you're uh, talking in the in the can here. You got a lot of echo. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's yeah. all right. That's um, all right, Nick. What's up? Were you recording a Righteous a Brothers record in there? I thought I'm going to turn the stand off. Say uh, this, though. I want you to say this. Say Repeat after me. Ready? Baby, baby, I get down on my knees for you. Baby, on my knees. All right, skip it. Okay, go ahead. What, what, what can I do for you tonight, my friend? I got uh, one for the topic. What's that now? Uh, nice little world, I think. Um... So I'm thinking it would be we got to rebuild the population. So I'll be there, you know. I'm one. And Lil Wayne is to be there too. So it's you and Lil we Wayne. Gotta, you and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Who else? Yeah. Who Nick else? Thorburn. Who? Nick Thorburn. Nick Thorburn. Okay. Of Ireland. Well, that's exciting. Especially if we're on Ireland. So, yeah. well, no, you're repopulating. You're trying to save Earth. Hold on. So it's you, Lil Wayne, Nick Thorburn, Scarlett Johansson, and who else? Dudio. And Dudio. Hold on. Let me run it through the computer. The fate of Earth with this caller, Lil Wayne, Nick Thorburn, Scarlett Johansson, and Dudio is... Um, Hold on. Earth good, good entertainment. does not survive. Earth dies. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Best show. Hi. Wait, hang, hang on, hang on, I got, oh, oh, hello, so, so 
sorry about that. My, my watch alarm went off. Your watch? That's your watch alarm. Of course it is. Yeah. Wow, that's some... What else would it be? Um, I mean, a watch alarm, I thought, would just go like, beep, beep, or something like that. Boring! Okay, all right, that's fine. That's I know... a snooze! Well, I know who this is. You do? I do, yes. Okay, tell me, who am I? This is Philly Boy Roy, Roy Ziegler, a.k.a. Philly Boy Roy. At your service. Or actually, you should be at my service at this point. Um, sure. I'll be at your at your service, Philly Boy Roy. Okay. Wh- whip me up some eggs. How would you like your eggs, sir? Um, how about sunny side over uh, the other side? Sunny- I'm not a big egg guy, so I don't know what to order. Sunny side surprise over me. the other side. Yes, yeah, surprise me. Sur- okay. I'll I'll poach them, sir. Okay, that sounds delicious. <laughs> what's going oh my on? What, God. What's going on, Roy? What a day, huh? A lot of news coming out of Philly today. Oh my God! Uh huh. You what? see, Bill, Bill Cosby he got sentenced three to ten up there in Norristown today, mm-hmm. and he's going to do time up there, Collegeville. He got he got sentenced today, Bill Cosby. Yes. He, it came down today. And look, I ain't going to lie. When I was a child, I loved his albums. Mm-hmm. But then he turned out to be a grade-A criminal monster, okay? And I'll tell you another thing. That guy's a blight on all things Philly, and that piece of deserves even more jail time, if you ask me. I'll tell you, man, what a creep. Yeah, hey, Roy, I had to, I had to bleep you there with that. You got you to gotta watch your mouth on that. I gotta watch my mouth? Yeah, you gotta watch your mouth on that. The, the language like that. Well, look, you can't talk to me like that. I can't, I can't talk to you that, like that. Why, why no. can't I, why can't I talk to you like that? Because I am gritty. You're gritty. Yeah. Gritty. It's so gritty. I, I don't. I wouldn't, gritty's not the first word I would use to describe you, Roy, but it's actually not, it's kind of accurate to call you gritty. What are you on about, son? Crack Channel 6 Action News much? It don't sound like you do. Um, well, no, I don't crack Channel 6 Action News ever, so you're right on that. Well, you're right on that. You're lost. Okay, well, what I'm getting at is yeah. you are grunting at Gritty, the new mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers professional hockey team. You're the new mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers, the NH- the NHL franchise. Yes, Gritty. Gritty. Okay, well, look, congratulations on being Gritty, um... How 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 on earth did this come about? Well, you know what's funny is I barely remember how it came about. Okay. You know, I was uh I was DAU, <laughs> drunk as usual, making my way through South Philly and uh-huh. I stopped at McFadden's for a dose of vitamin yingling. For a dose of vitamin okay. Yeah, I was really uh I was really deficient in that vitamin. Well, it is important to take your vitamins. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you're looking I, after yourself. I take all the vitamins. Vitamin T. Uh-huh. What's that? Tasty cake. Okay. Vitamin TC. <laughs> what's that? Yes. Vitamin PC? Yes. What would that be? Peanut juice. Peanut juice. Okay. Vitamin yeah. PC, yeah. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so anyway, there's this suit and tie guy at the bar. Uh-huh. And I, I sidle up next to him and we start gabbing, right? Uh-huh. It tur- oh, it turns out he's an executive in the flyer's front office, right? Okay. And I must have pitched him an idea for a flyer's mascot, because a week later he calls me and says, it's a go. Okay. So I go down to the Wells Fargo Center to talk to them about it, you know, mm-hmm. and they show me the gritty suit. And then they're like, yeah, we're just going to get some young dude or some y- young woman to wear it. And then they're going to be gritty. And I'm like, that's like letting some child from School of Rock sub for Buck Dharma. Uh-huh. And Tom, you ain't going to believe this, but they didn't know who Buck Dharma is. These employees of the Philadelphia Flyers didn't know a specific member of Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, these guys are in, like, their early 40s. Yeah. Wow, oh, oh my, who could believe that, huh? That sounds like well, a... What a sorry state of affairs. Really, it really is, it's falling apart, huh? Right, right in front of our eyes. Going down the tube. Yeah. So... Anyway, I pick up the piece of paper on the dude's desk that describes Gritty, and I go, Hello, there's only one person in this whole damn town that fits this description, and you are looking at him. Uh-huh. Okay, well, what exactly is uh, Gritty? Okay, well, Gritty's official bio, his official thing, is, is uh, it reads like this. A subterranean entity that emerged from the bowels <laughs> of the Wells Fargo Center during construction, just like in the Phantom of the Opera, and he feasts on hot dogs. Now, Tom, have you ever heard anything that was more me than that? No, actually. I would have thought that was from your bio. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, had I gone to high school mm-hmm. or junior high school, that would have been on my uh, my... My yearbook photo underneath it, next to activities. Guess what my activities would have been? Um, something about the parking lot, I'm sure. Yeah, yes. parking lot lord. Yeah. What other activities? Smoking. Sm- sure. Smoking weed. Yeah. Selling weed. Sell- okay. Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Do you know, can you name one member of Blue Oyster Cult, Roy? Of course I can. Other than Buck Dharma? Of course I can't. You can't, okay. No. So, why are you going off on them for only not knowing Buck Dharma? You only know one member. Well, is that my, that's not a crime, I'm not in management. Well, that's a fair point. That's actually true. They are probably supposed to know these things. Take that to the cleaners. Sure. And without too much starch. Yeah, that does sound like you, though, that uh, that description. Oh, yeah. 
But, you know, I want to keep adding to Gritty's, uh, you know, his, his story and his M.O. So uh-huh. I'm going to keep adding things like, like he bathes every night in a vat of warm yingling. Okay. And, and he gets his secret powers from listening to My Many Smells by the Dead Milkman. Uh-huh, okay. And he, he needs a steady supply of peanut juice, or he'll start slashing people with his ice skates. Okay, um, oh, all right, all right. Pretty scary, right? It's very scary, actually, yeah. Hey, speaking of skates... Yeah? Well, I lied and I told the management I could skate real good. Okay. A little bit of a fib. I'm real good at the actual skating part, but it's the starting and the stopping that's really hard. Well, that's a pretty uh, important component to uh, skating. Well, I found that out the other night. It was my first night, right? Yeah. And I was firing off my t-shirt gun. Uh-huh. And I wiped out. Okay. And everyone started laughing, rightfully so. I mean, I'm, a, I'm like a plush animal, right, guy. Yeah. And, and I played it like it was a joke, too, and I meant to do it, but I really hurt my coccyx. When you fell? You hurt yeah. Your co- you know, okay. I, I don't have insurance, so could I send you a picture of my coccyx? No, no, you can't. No. That was a... the one thing about school I liked, is that in health class, I could say that all I wanted, yeah, and no one could yell at me. Untouchable, huh? You were untouchable. Yep. Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, Miss Stover, um, where's the coccyx again? Uh-huh. Never got tired either, did it? No, I, <laughs> I must have did it to her like 500 times. Yeah, she just so mad. Gained strength, actually. Like <laughs> Absolutely. Somehow got funnier. It did. It's funniest. It, I think it's the funniest it's ever been just now. Right now. Right now it's, okay, well, I'm glad yeah. to... Glad you found something to laugh at. I did, you know, uh, and I, I'm laughing a lot now because it, it's funny how things have a way of changing for the better. You know, if you think about it, you know, I got kicked off the Eagles just a couple months ago, but I end up finding a home just across the parking lot with them flyers. Very Pretty cool, right? Very cool. It's a, and it's uh, very interesting that you would you do one thing, you'd lose one thing, and you'd gain another thing. Absolutely. Just like, uh, well, I'm sure it's just like some kind of board game. Uh-huh. Okay. Board, board, uh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you know what else? What? I don't want to get mystical or nothing, but th- this feels like what we in the know call a full circler. A full, a full circler? What, yeah. What do, what do you mean by that? Well, back in 1976, the Flyers actually had another furry mascot, and and his name was Slapshot. Uh huh. And Slapshot only lasted one season before he disappeared. Oh, okay, all right. And and what was it? Just kind of like he was not popular with the fans, and then they stopped using him. No, he he literally disappeared. It was, it was after a game with the Atlanta uh, Flames. Huh. Well, that, that's strange. Uh, you know, that's... And do they do they have any idea what happened to... What was his name? Slapshot? Yeah. Um... N- no? Yeah, okay, you're clearly... You're clearly... Yeah, okay, come on. What, what, what? what, what do you... What, what, what do you know about this? You, you're being I don't very, know nothing about you're it. You're being very weird. Roy. No, um, I'm not. Yeah, well, I just said, 
I just said, uh, no. Yeah, okay. Do, that's, what, that's what do, so what do you... That's a standard answer. Sure. Oh, yeah, it just sounds... What, uh, what, what do you, what, do you know what happened, uh, or not to, uh, Slapshot? All right, look. All I can say is that Slapshot was last seen getting into a blue Honda Civic with a Pennsylvania license plate that read P-H-L-M-N-S-T-N. That's all I know. Let me write this. What does that again say it again? P-H-L. P-H-L. M-N. M N S T N S T N. Okay, so a lot of these license plates just do the they remove the vowels. So P H L is probably that's probably Philly, right? Right, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I was probably Philly, and then was it M N? Yeah. Phil. Okay, man. It S- sounded like you wrote it down. I, I'm trying to decode it now, Phil. Okay. Wait. Philly didn't this seems like Philly man Stan is what didn't didn't your father was that like or some other relative call himself Philly man Stan look don't ruin this for me okay this is the best thing that could have ever happened to me becoming gritty I'll tell you I was already a god in this town but this is going to make me like like Zeus, the dad of all all them lesser puny gods, you know, as written in in the Bible in uh, uh, what's the passage? Copulations twelve sixty seven. All right, there's a a bunch of things wrong with that last uh, statement. I, I don't think Zeus is in the Bible, um, and I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure there's no section called copulations oh you know i think you're right about both it wasn't zeus it was hercules and and, and the chapter what was compute compilations uh-huh. so compilation oh, compil oh compilations yeah it was inspired by those maximum rock and roll uh compilations. yeah yeah of course yeah i like that part in the bible where it teaches you how to book your own bleeping tour it does, yes. You know, yes. God knew everything back then. Yeah, in the New Testament, you can book your own tour if you just follow. He knew, it. God knew back then that everybody, literally everybody in America was going to be in a band at some point in their life. Yeah, yeah. So that's when he formed uh, Maximum Rock and Roll. That's um, right. I'm just glad that now... Well, uh, Four out of five commercials that we see feature people in rock bands. Yes, a lot of a lot of commercials for for people just playing guitar, just with other people. Just like there's so many, there's so many casual bands out there that people. Well, and also everyone's on tour too, so you gotta need you gotta have Advil if you're gonna make your sound check. Yeah. What, yeah, I can't play without my medicine. That's right. Oh, boy. You know. Well, I don't like it. Well, let's talk about something else. Yeah, well, look. Things, okay. Yeah, things are going well for you, Roy. You know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, the, this gig could not have come at a better time. Uh, I'm going to level with you. Okay. Straight, okay. How so? Rhoda, Rhoda kicked me out of the house. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. She found out I was raising pigs in the basement. Uh-huh. 
and then I got fired yet again from the pencil factory. Uh-huh. All right. Well, what 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 did you do this time? I didn't do nothing. Okay, I was raising pigs there too. What what why are you suddenly raising pigs? Well, I hadn't thought it through enough, you know. It just seemed like something cool to do. I mean, who don't like pigs? Uh-huh. Well, they are they are cute. Well, you know, they're big, though, right? Well, I didn't know how big they get. I thought they, I thought he was going to be kind of like, remember in Better Off Dead when he wears that, he works at the burger place and he wears the pig nose with the apron? Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be like that. So you thought it would be a costume somehow. Yes. That you'd raise real pigs yes. and it would be nothing more than a removable costume. Absolutely, and then I could parade around in the costume, blasting everybody wants some. Uh huh. Yeah. Pig. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't work out that way, no, though. No, no, it didn't. So, so it didn't go well. No, no. Look, and so I got kicked out. I got fired. So, no place to live. No money coming in. But now I got a job, and I can sleep at the Wells Fargo Center every night. Okay. But listen. Yeah. They don't know that I'm doing that, so keep your pie hole squinched, okay? Keep my pie hole squinched. Squinch it. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let me ask you this, uh, Gritty. Uh, should I call you Gritty or Roy? Oh boy, how about how about King Roy? Okay, King. I'll, I'll call. I'll, I'm not calling you that. Okay, uh, fair enough. Do you make enough money uh, being the Flyers mascot to survive on? Not really, but I get to go through the players' pockets in the locker room when I'm not on the ice. Uh huh. So, so when you wait, hold on. What do you mean when you say you get to go through their pockets? This is somebody saying you can do that. Well, the, the front office said to make myself at home, and uh -huh. that's what I do at home. That's, okay, that's yeah. When they say make yourself at home, they mean go. You you can help yourself to a soda. Oh, not not what's in everyone's wallets and pockets. No, they're not. That that kind of goes outside the bounds of make yourself at home. What about their cars? Because a lot of time the players leave their keys in their pockets, and I go snooping around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'd say that's out of bounds also. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Rats. Well, you know, as part of my gritty gig, yeah. I got to go visit sick kids in the hospital, and I'm late getting over to uh, Pennsylvania Hospital. I got to get over there right now. Uh-huh. But it's like, it's like after 10 o'clock at night now. It, isn't that a little late to be visiting sick kids? Oh, well, you know, I was supposed to be there at 4 p.m., but I overslept, and, you know, the day just got away from me. Uh-huh. Like, hey, you know, I'm a star. They get me when they get me. Oh, that's classy. That's... That's how it works. Yeah. You, you've you been doing this for not a long time. Eh, four days. Four days, and you're already... Oh. You're already pulling rank on people. Mm. On children, sick children. Oh. Wait, what was that? Beer. <laughs> oh, please. Please. 
Please tell me you're not drinking a beer before you go over and see sick kids. Look, listen up. It's not a big deal, okay? And and it's a proven fact that Howdy Doody, Big Bird, Alf, and Mayor McCheese all puffed tough before they visited kids in the hospital. I've done my research. Now you do yours. All right, that sounds... I don't know how you would prove that, that Big Bird smoked weed before he visited kids in the hospital. It was in that movie with, what's his name, uh, what, Michael, Michael Keaton? Came out a couple, like a year ago? Birdman? No, about McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that movie. Our leader, is that what it was called? The founder. Founder, yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was one scene where Mayor McCheese is totally uh, doing rips in a hospital. With the founder of McDonald's? I'm pretty sure. Oh, now you're making me question it. Yeah. I don't know if that, that, I, 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 I would think I would have remembered the scene when the founder of McDonald's hung out with Mayor McCheese as he got high. Oh, you know what? That was a dream I had. Forget yeah. it. Okay, that sounds That was a, little, a dream. Yeah. Oh, no. What? What is it? Uh, I, I left my gritty costume at the arena. Uh-huh. So where where are you now? Well, I, I snuck back into my old house to watch TV. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just have to improvise a costume. Hang on. Yeah, wait. What are you doing? I gotta put something together, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, you're trying to find... You're trying to find a costume? Yeah. You know, maybe those kids don't even know what gritty is yet. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Voila! And I am ready to bring joy to the hospital children of Philadelphia. Uh, 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 okay. What, what, what are you wearing, Roy? Well, I have these old painter's pants on that got red paint all over them. Kind of looks like blood splashes. Uh-huh. Uh, I got a torn flyers jersey. Yeah. Ski boots. Okay. These cool Freddy Krueger knife finger gloves. <laughs> and I got a creature from the Black Lagoon mask. Oh, oh great. That... Yeah, I can't believe even you, Roy. I can't believe you wouldn't think that that would wouldn't terrify sick children in the hospital. Relax, Grandpa. Okay, kids today have seen it all. Have you seen these video games they're playing? They should basically just smash each other with the games at this point. And look, I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to you. The kids will love this costume, all right? Okay. Look, here, here comes Rogo Jr. She's coming up the steps right now. Yeah. Rogo Jr. <laughs> oh, no. What? She freaked out. She freaked out. And now the cop who wrote his senior's date, he's putting on his gun belt. I got a Bolt. All right, well, be careful, Roy. Roy? All right, well, he's gone. How about that, Mike, huh? Gritty. 
You know Danielson, this band Danielson, that's one of my favorite bands. I love these guys. Daniel Smith and the whole rest of the family and friends. Well, I was never so thrilled as to go to my mailbox and find a new Danielson record in it. A one-sided record. One-sided 12-inch. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Right? Snap out of it is what it is. It's got a V. Snap out of it. And it's great. It's really great. I love it. It's a limited edition record. Let's take a... We're going to play a song and then we'll bring our friend Nick uh, Thorburn. And this is a song called Dry Goods, Dry Power from the new record from Danielson. What's up, everybody? We are talking about tonight. Who are the five people who you would select to restart Earth? And this Danielson record we just heard, so amazing record. It's called uh, Snap Out of It. And that song was Dry Goods, Dry Power. It's a five-song, one-sided, 12-inch. And the other side is beautifully screened. Amazing art. It's on Joyful Noise. This is a limited uh, edition of it. Tell you, man, Daniel Smith, that dude is the real deal. There was a great documentary about Danielson a bunch of years ago. He's, uh, I am happy that I can call him friend, but the I was a fan before I knew him. Great, 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 great. So, hey, Mike, people are asking about the calendar right now. They want to know it, it, it it's still available at apmike.bandcamp.com. It is. How are how have sales been? Steady? You're looking for a little spike in the action though, huh? Yeah, well, so we'll good look. Go buy his dumb calendar. I tell you, I still don't have one. I get this calendar, right? He, uh, no, I don't get it. He brings one in. Who'd you bring one in for again? Yeah, someone's in studios. Uh, Sammy was here, our friend, and then Mike's... Here, you want the calendar? 
gives gives her the calendar. Yeah, by all means. Yeah, no. I'm only promoting the dumb thing sixty times a show. And no, give it give it away. Yeah, why why should why should I have a copy of the thing I endlessly plug so I can do it with any level of, of uh any kind of functional knowledge about it. I'll tell you. Guys as weird as a day is long, man. This AP Mike. It's a weird dude. But you know, I love him. Who's not weird? Right? Red Pat? No Dudio tonight. Dudio is uh, under the weather. Feel feel better, buddy. Most of us are pulling for you. One of us isn't. Not that he's not. He's not not pulling for you. He's just not pulling for you. So let me just say this to you, the best show listener. I... My name's Tom. I do the best show. I've been doing it for a long time. Long time. These other shows, they come and go. I listen to these things. Hamburger Men and whatever. There's this new one. Some roller coaster podcast. I don't even know what these things are anymore. Talk about roller coasters. Whatever. God bless you. You like roller coasters. You listen to the Roller Coaster Podcast. What's it called, Mike? Roller Coaster Alley? Up and Down. Called Up and Down. Listen to either Hamburger Man or Up and Down. You get to get to hear these guys go, I went and there was too much tartar sauce on my fish filet sandwich. Okay. Great. Takes two and a half hours to hear, hear the guy talk about a fish filet sandwich. First of all, it's a filet of fish sandwich, guy. It's not a fish filet sandwich. I don't know where you're ordering from, weird off-brand McDonald's. Us civilized folks call it filet fish If you're going to talk the talk, buddy, do it right. filet fish So you listen to the thing, guys like, I want the thing in the, the, the wrapper for the... What? The... The wrapper for the the my quarter pounder was all wet. Okay. Then I look online. These guys had a Kickstarter or whatever they got. God knows. Patreon. Making piles of money with this thing. Piles of money. To hear hear a guy talk about uh, French fry salt. You know what? But we got our own Patreon. Best sh- Patreon.com slash the best show. And look, have we been doing it longer than everybody? Yeah. Are we doing it better? Yeah, we still are. Still better. We've got the Friends Podcast. Meet my friends of friends. New episodes going up every week. It's the funniest thing I've ever been involved in, some have said. I got an email from, from a friend. This guy's like, I finally listened to the Meet My Friends Podcast. It's 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 the crowning achievement of of your professional creative life, no joke. So if you're not hearing this thing, you can, you, can, you got to support the best show. We have no ads anymore, no ads. You don't hear no uh, ads. You don't hear no. Uh, what are we doing things for? 
I don't know. I left that one hoodie in a hotel room from that one company. One thing I liked. I lost that hoodie. Squarespace seemed fine. I never built a website with it. They were all nice. Perfectly nice. Maybe the gambling one left a a, 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 a dirty taste uh, in my mouth. To have to do ads the day that the, the state of New York filed against them. Maybe that was not the highlight of my broadcasting career. But you know what? I'm was doing what it took to pay the bills. Because this show is the best thing I've ever been involved in. And I care about it. I'll go to the mat for it. But you know what? I wasn't going to get my hands dirty no more. So you know what we did? We went to Patreon. And now you just support the show. You give whatever you can give. Patreon.com slash the best show. And you give if you give a... A dollar, that helps. Everything helps. You give five bucks a month, you get all the bonus content. The You'll get the Sad Mirage episode that Mike and I recorded earlier. You'll get the Friends podcast before anybody else. You get Half Hour Power. You get all the stuff. And more than that, you get other things sent to you. I send stickers out. I send, I'm going to send patches out to everybody who pledged at a certain level. Those patches are here now. They're going out. And they're beautiful, huh, Pat? Yeah, they're nice. Great. Ones. Great. Don't uh, don't hurt yourself. And fired up about the patches. Great. I tell you, it's like an air, like I'm talking to air traffic controllers out there. So, um, yeah, support the best show. But listen to this. I'm here every week, you know that, but I gotta say this, my friends. I will be working starting next week. Yours truly is heading up, heading up Toronto, Toronto bound for a while. I'm up there for a while. Be heading up there. But we're going to do the show every week. We'll find a way. We'll get it done. Best show don't stop. But I'm going to be living in Toronto. How about that? Because I'm working on a fancy TV show for once in my life. And this time, it's a funny show. And this time, they like me. So yeah, so I'll be doing that. I'll be in Toronto. We'll be doing the show. Show's not going to stop. Friends ain't going to stop. We got all of it. It's all, nothing stops. Content don't stop. You can't shut this off. Who's good here, Mike? Let me take a call, then I'll bring my friend Nick Thorburn in. Line one. Oh, boy. Best show, hi. Hey, uh, Tom, Bob, how are you? Oh, I, I, I'm good. Bob, is this Bob? Is this Avalanche Bob? Uh, yeah, this is Avalanche Bob. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. That's a little uh, little Friends reference, huh? Yeah. Uh, the topic for tonight is uh, uh, five people that would uh, start the world or something again. Yes. Who would be the people you would? Uh, uh, could select? it be 
real uh, people that have passed over. Bob, people, uh, for you, Bob, for, for you, you do whatever you want. Why, why, when, why would you stop that? You, you, okay, cool. Of, okay, here we go. Uh, Superboard Starman, because he's got the power of the environment. Great, Astro great. Man. He but he came from the astral plane. Sure. It would be a uh, Superman, right? Uh-huh. Superman. And throwing over pressure. And uh, maybe um oh uh, let me think, let me think. Uh, uh Big Bad John. <laughs> and uh the number one one would be the creator. So let me get this list straight. Super duper snowboard I'm gonna repeat your list. Super duper snowboard man. Yeah. Big Bad John. Right. Elvis Presley. Yeah. God. Number one creator. And then who else on the list? You need one more? Yeah. Okay, um, let's see, uh. AP Mike? Oh. No, oh, Avalanche Bob. <laughs> Avalanche Bob is on the list too, and uh, that's a uh, yeah. pretty. Hey, man. hey, who's that? Hey, this is your evil twin. What do you mean? I I thought we got rid of you. Uh, no, nah, I'm back, man. I'm back. Didn't Superboard storm and send you off to another universe or something? Yeah, but I got back. Well, okay. Wait, wait a minute. Superboard storm man's here. And he's going to send you to a universe that you'll never come back. Hey, hey, that's right. I'm here and I'm going to do it right now. Oh, thanks, man. Getting him out of my hair. Hey, hey, this is Orphan, the big slab orphan, uh, the bad snowboarder. I- I'm going to, I'm here to, no, you're not. I'm going to kick your butt. I'm sorry, Tom. What's that now? What? What's, I'm sorry about the interruption. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I didn't know I was worried for a second there. I didn't know what was Yeah, that, that's and Flab, and Flab, Flab, Flab Logan, uh, the world's worst uh, superboard. Slab Logan? Flab Logan, yeah. Slab he's, or Slab? He's uh, the, oh, uh, the border that um, tried to take, thinks he's going to be in the superboard revolution, but... All we can do is fall on this fat plate. I end up like Pete Townsend because of these avalanche bombs screaming in my ear. So what? Pardon me? No, no, I was trying to adjust my headphones here. Oh. So, yeah, Flab Johnson. Flab, yeah. He's back. Is he making the cut for your list? Uh, no. <laughs> He's not on the list. Um, they were just characters that came in to bother me again. I, I, I thought I got rid of my evil twin, but he popped up again. <laughs> Bad news. And, uh, He's evil twin. Yeah, because the Super Board Revolution is starting, Tom, and thanks to you, it's starting to get out there. Is it true that the, that the, the Snowboard Revolution will not it's be not It's not called Super Board, because that's what they are. They're Super Boarders. Gil Scott Heron's worst record. That's Snowboard, right. They're Super Boarders. Revolution will not be televised. Um, what, um, What's going on now with you, Avalanche Bob? What's what's okay? We got a Halloween show coming up at uh, Maloney's Bar again. Maloney's Bar, Mike. Mark this down on your iCal. Yeah, that's at Maloney's Bar, Mike. Tupper Boulevard. Is that Halloween night? Is that Halloween night? I'm not sure. Probably the week before Halloween or something like that. Mike, I'll let you know. And uh, then we got uh, some other shows coming up. Maybe a grand opening for some stores here in Jamaica. The guy's waiting for his license. 
And uh, I'm hoping my thing is first with the commercial, the Red Bull commercial. Uh, yeah. uh, guys says I got a good chance of getting it. I love it. I would love to see that happen. I'd love to see it. Yeah, and uh, I've got so many different things with the Super Bowl Revolution. I'm telling you, there's so many things we can do with it. We can bring it I think it can be as big as the WWE with Tom Chaplin hosting the first Super Bowl Revolution show. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers from your lips to God's ears, huh? From your lips to God's ears that I can host the Super Bowl Revolution. That'd be something else. Right? Yeah, man. And, uh, Tom, again, thank you for everything. Well, let me and, say this uh, to you, Avalanche Bob. AP you Mike, have a wonderful night, man. AP Mike and, and Pat are going to be coming. I told AP Mike, Jason Gore, and, uh, Pat Byrne. They're coming to the Maloney guys. show. I'm going to send them to the Maloney show. <laughs> Love you guys. Can they end, can they, if I, if I sent them there, would you bring them on stage? Of course. It's not a stage, it's a bar. Okay. But I bring him on. <laughs> yeah. Mike, mark it in your eye, cow, buddy. Yeah, man. Pat. Hey, so nice talking to you, Tom. Of course, Avalanche. Bob, you have a great, a grand evening. You too, man. You take care. Bye. You take care. Bye. I feel like I uh, can't hear now. Little Tommy, I have bad news for you today. Little Tommy. I have bad news for you today. Little Tommy, I have bad news for you today. Right? Right, Mike? He's still awake. I guess Blue Bloods was over. Usually you hear Blue Bloods playing in the background when he calls. Hey, he didn't mention Kid Chris, so anybody playing Avalanche Bob Bingo did not uh, did not finish their thing. He mentioned he didn't mention uh, he didn't mention uh, Owen Klein or uh, Kid Chris. Mike, I got nothing to say to you. Vaguely exhausted by you. You know who I'm not exhausted by, Mike? My friend Nick Thorburn. What's up, Nick? Hey, Tom Shapling. How are you? Good. Uh, it's it's hard to follow that. Yeah, you can't match that energy. No, that that uh, it's like pumping all the air into the room. When you're um, in when you're in your 80s, do you yeah. hope to be bringing that kind of energy out to the world? Yeah, I mean, and I can see an equivalency like the the doo-wop history and my. Mm my um montreal indie rock kind of analog i I could see the parallels sure yeah you paid your dues out there in montreal yeah i did yeah hitting the bricks Mm -hmm. the old stone the old cobblestones out there in old montreal yeah they were they're old old streets (laughs) yeah hitting those old bricks So, Walter, well, look, you're, you're gonna hang out tonight. We'll have a fun thing, and you did, uh, uh, but we'll talk about your book in a second. Penguins! Penguins? Penguins, yeah. That's right. Mike? You know, when, when people ask me about my friend Nick Thorburn, you know, they say, what, what, what does he do? I say, what doesn't he do at this point? This guy just does stuff and it all works. It's like it's like we had Chris Gethard here. Oh, that's who you gave the calendar to. That's right. Mike goes, 
Mike, I don't see hide nor hair on one of these calendars. Mike sees Chris Gethard's coming suddenly. Oh, here comes the calendar. He only brings one in, too. Wait, wait, what, what is it? What, do you got to sign them out? This guy's got a skid of these calendars. He's got a little tight with them. Little tight. Little T-Rex arms with the calendars. Short arms, long pockets. Not happy about it. But my friend Nick Thorburn, he's in a rock band. He does, he does, he directs, he writes. Next thing he goes, oh yeah, by the way, I'm doing a comic uh, for, for Fanagraphics, the greatest publisher of that ever. And then he drops it and, and, uh, it's beautiful and funny. And it's a hardcover thing. It's such a, it's such a great book. Where is it? I have it here. Penguins. So beautiful. Look at this. How can you do this? You can't do anything. You do everything. Stop, it's not man. fair. Right, Mike? Mike, well, look at this book. I want you to look at this. Get in here. This is Nick's book. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't get your pizza grease all over. <laughs> well, first, wipe your hands. Not on your pants. I'm telling you, if you get pizza grease on this thing, I'm going to... All right. Holds his hands up. It smears it? easily. The, yeah. the pages, yeah. Don't you smear... If I find this thing with with the pizza smears all over it... Good binding. Good He knows books. Mike knows books. Look, go read it out there. Let's stare. I'm going to watch you read it. Is this the Great American Reading uh, Club? <laughs> yeah, so you did this, and wh- how has it been going? It's been so great. And, you know, I I was, I feel like the last couple times I was on the show, which this is, um, I am honored to be doing the last episode of The Best Show, too. That's right. Really- it's not the last ever. Wait, do you know something I don't? <laughs> I, well, I'm you're just- going away for a while, and I just feel like, you know, it'll it'll click down and then kind of trail off i know how these things no! go. no i i no! know how these things go um so i i am really touched to be here and uh yeah and i know the last couple of times i've come every season now um uh, mm-hmm. spring sure summer and now we're in fall yes and uh i know the first time i was kind of let down a little bit and then the mm-hmm. second time i i was a little down as well but this time i really do feel like uh i'm, I'm up good yeah good you yeah. I made a book. It's in the top 400,000 books on Amazon. On Amazon. And that's, but that's all of the books. All of the books. Yeah. All of the in books right now. In print. You're, you're, you're holding your own in yeah. the fight. Yeah. Against, cause there's millions. Yeah. Of books. I would assume. I mean, there's at least 400,000. I'm in the top. I'm, I'm 341,780. Currently, if we can get that number up uh, by the end of the show, that would be great. Sure, Mike, I'm not pl- plugging your calendar for a little bit. We're going to plug Nick's book. They update uh, hourly, actually, on Amazon, mm-hmm. so we can actually see that in we real time. You can see the number move yeah. for penguins, but you can also buy it at places that are like not evil, trash, right? Like like Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy it right from Fantagraphics, I'm sure. Fantagraphics.com/slash/penguins. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then bookstores. The Strand has it. The Strand. So go do the Strand, right? Do the Strand. Like Brian. Do the Strand. (laughs) Remember when uh, Brian Ferry did that song? Well, I don't remember remember it. You don't remember it. Imagine how weird that must have been, though. This weird band shows up. Mm -hmm. It's like. From the 1950s. Yeah, it's like. 
some of them are from the past <laughs> and some of them are from the future and some of them are from another planet too <laughs> it's it is the great um, like putting roxy music together must have been a thing it's just like i'm going to act like i'm from the 50s and the future <laughs> brian our our we have a piano player like a, we have a traditional mm-hmm. keyboard player <laughs> and then we have a squiggle dude <laughs> He doesn't know how to play. Doesn't know how to play, but he's a genius. Yeah. Who would know? It's amazing that the guy who seemingly was the least like tr- like the least musical of them was the most musical right. of them. That's that's how that works. It's the greatest and that's yeah. Just being a thing and being nuts like that. Mhm. I love it when stuff's nuts. That's a, That's why it's like when uh like it's easy that when it's in the past, it becomes kind of like, like it's like, you you, there you know what it is now. Right. It's, you, the you, book is closed. Yes, the book is closed, and that's why when these things, when like, when you look at like the Emmys and like marvelous mm-hmm. Mrs. Maisel like mm-hmm. wins all the Emmys, it's because that's a story that we already know the answer to the story of like the question being asked on the show is like, can a, a woman do stand up? Is that mm. going to be possible? It's like, well, yeah, yes, I can, I can, well, it is I open can to feel debate. this question now for you. It's Just like, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's open to debate. It's like, I'm going to say, yes, uh, a woman can do stand up. Right. That's kind of an easy setup then. But then you look at Atlanta and like, they didn't win nothing. They didn't? No. Because their thing is like still happening now. Right. It's not. Right. It's not the book the like us. Book. I feel like our books are still being written, so yes. I can relate to that. Yes. Uh, Joe Para, did he win anything? He did not. Huh. Joe Para did not. This is who I thought should have won. Well, first of all, John Mulaney won for a stand-up thing. I was glad to see that. That was deserved. Um, Joe Para did not win. He should have won for something. Connor, swept. He should have swept. He should really. have swept. Connor O'Malley uh, should have won for his performance on the show Detroiters is one of the best performances I saw all year where he played Tim Robinson's brother on Detroiters. <laughs> it was so funny. And uh, that's the way the Emmys should have gone. Should have been like, and the winner of best actor is Joe Para. <laughs> Joe Para talks to you like, Get up here, you sob! And he goes up and wins the uh, takes the award. But yeah, award. For, have you ever won an award? Never, Nick? never, never. Like never. Z- you're at zero. zero. I'm at zero. I've been nominated. What have you been nominated for? A Juno. I, that's the Canadian Grammy. Yeah. And who beat you that year? Kim Mitchell. Who was that? Uh, it was Go for a Soda. Kim Mitchell. You yeah. lost the triumph. It was his remix of Go mm-hmm. for a Soda. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Some terrible thing won. Some yeah. terrible, terrible thing. But did you feel when it happened? Did you feel? Did you did did it draw you in first? And you're just kind of like you like you like you took like you can't can you not help but take the bait? I didn't take the bait. I didn't go to the. You didn't go. I didn't go. I I was so in my own zone. I mm. I I didn't. I don't even remember like thinking about going. I was like, yeah, you just knew. I think I knew it me. wasn't, it wasn't for me and it wasn't happening. I would have, look, I want to win an award desperately. I'll do anything, but, uh, now, especially in uh-huh. 2018, in 2006, I think I was, they were just going to keep coming. 
You just you thought know. this is the, like, I'll be there for the next one. Yeah, I'll get the next one. This is the first of many yeah. nominations, but. Nothing. Nothing for me. Nothing. No. Zilch. Zilch, yeah, I know. The closest thing was <laughs> the, um, when I wrote on the television show Monk, right? The show mm-hmm. was nominated for an Edgar Award a couple times, which is the Mystery Writers Award mm. show, which it's a very prestigious. Uh, it sounds you know, niche, but it was held at a uh, in a, a ballroom at um <laughs> at Grand Central Station, <laughs> at like the whatever that adjoining hotel is, and. We had a table at the thing. The monk writers all showed up and we sat there and we're just waiting to see like for best mystery television show. Like, hmm. I think we might be the only one, mm-hmm. but we were up against law and order oh. a, a couple of times. Law and order always won law and order. What a mystery show. And what a mystery that they would win. I mean, so yeah. So we'd sit at that table. I remember the one award show was like hosted by Al Roker. Like the okay. Edgar Awards, he came out and he was just like, like did a thing about how he loves mysteries. And was he, he dressed as Homer Simpson? He was not dressed as Homer Simpson. Okay. He was not dressed as Sherlock Holmes. Okay. He's not wearing a, 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 a head coat, a deer stalker, <laughs> <laughs> and a plaid uh, trench coat. Or right. Whatever. Now, what would that be? Like a cape? It's almost like a... I think it was a cape, yeah. Right? Yes. Not in the books, by the way. Really? That that's a that's a creation of, of film and television, oh, which is public domain now. Yes, he comes out and he goes. There's a very special message I'm going to play for everyone, and then he plays. I believe it was just audio. Mm-hmm. Of Angela Lansbury Whoa. from Murder She Wrote, and the she's ki- like the Queen. She's like, I wish I could be there, everybody, but I can't be. It's like, no, you don't. You very easily could have been here if you really wanted to. It was easier for you to talk into a tape recorder for 45 seconds. Wait, it was just audio? It wasn't even I video? I think it was just audio. I really think it was just audio. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Right, it's not televised. Why? Yeah, yeah. I wish I could be there with you tonight. The Edgar Awards. And then we're nominated. And we lose. And I remember the big thing that night was, at the Edgar Awards, the big deal is that the publishers, all the the mystery book publishers, there's like tables of free books out in the in the lobby that are like for the for the attendees, and then they start making it clear like we're not giving the books out until the award things over because these people are just animals, uh-huh. right? Sure. And then as soon as be, as soon as we like a lost bunch of Agatha Christie's or like newer newer books, okay. and I I remember when the thing was available, I went out there, I filled two bags. <laughs> With books. And I was walking. I remember walking down, like, <laughs> going back to my car with, like, two. Full of P.D. James. Just full. Just jammed with, like, the, and James. the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, whatever that book was. I had, like, okay. two of those. And just, like, and I'm carrying these things. Like, like each bag must have been 40 pounds of just. Right. And it's just, like. This is a low point. Like, I, just, I just remember the feeling of these two very heavy bags didn't win an award, but I jammed two bags full of free garbage. Because <laughs> as soon as they make the thing, it's like it's it was like it was like uh, a, like uh, a swarm right. of of just cafeteria vul- style. Yes, just, of just like where's the tray. of hungry, hungry. Richard Belzer was right next to you. I'm sure. Just there was no one at this thing. 
no one other than Al Roker at this thing. But these mysteries. Why is Roker there? What's his mystery? He, and he went up and he was just like, well, that was a mystery. Why is Al guess, Roker here? Right. That one next year, didn't yeah, it? It was probably, I could solve that mystery. He probably was paid, paid. <laughs> $3,500 to. And a car. He got a, a car. car. And a car. Yeah, they picked just, him up. Yeah. Door to door. Yeah. He'll show up. He'll host the thing. Because mm-hmm. he probably figures, he's like, let me get my hosting chops up for these award things. Because, like, who right. knows? Maybe I'll host the Golden Globes. Right. And maybe I do this, and then that leads to another thing. And maybe I'm in the mix for From the, the Edgars to the Oscars. That would be. That's that should be memoir. the other E got. What if you add a second <laughs> E to it? Emmy. It's Emmy Edgar. Because <laughs> otherwise it's Egot, really. Yeah, it should be E. Yeah, yeah. E. You're right. It is Egot. I think if it's going to be legit, you got to add the Edgar Awards to it. you got to win an Edgar. <laughs> or it could be C got, and you have to win a Saturn Award, which is the science fiction. Oh, yeah. So make it C got. A Saturn, Edgar, Emmy. <laughs> Grammy, Oscar, Tony. That's rare air. I don't know many Seagot winners. Mike, who's got a Seagot? Look that up. Who? Isaac Asimov. I don't think Isaac Asimov won a Tony. No. Probably a Grammy, though. I'm sure he won something where he read one of his things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he won a Tony. Grammy. (laughs) And the winner, like one of those... Where they just send them the thing in the mail. Right. Like, he's like yeah, we're not doing this at mm-hmm. the ceremony. Isaac. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane will probably win a Seagot. Yes. He does Orville, that sci-fi stuff, yeah. He'll win one for either, like, uh, Cosmos. Right. Talk about a jack-of-all-trades. He's like the <laughs> bad you. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're a good me. You draw you draw pictures and yours are funny and 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 nice and have Thank a, you. have a have a, 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 a an artistic creative bent to them. Yeah. I've been on the other side of Family Guy for since its inception. I was always opposed. You were opposed to Family Guy. Yeah, I never liked it. I never liked it. Yes. Mike, I'm tired of talking to you. Never mind. <laughs> Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. This is Colette from Athens. Colette from Athens. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. What's what's going on tonight, Colette? Oh, not a whole lot. Just um, saw the topic and figured I would um, try my hand at, at a list of five people who uh, should restart the world. So this is for the yes for the for the reboot of Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, who? Where would you start your list? Um. Number one, for sure, John Cena. John Cena, okay. Yeah. Why is that? Um, well, I mean, uh, my list isn't really focused on, like, the further propagation of the human race, but um, John Cena is, like, pretty much the epitome of uh, of masculinity, and um, I think that you need a good figurehead for that moving forward in the universe. Okay. So that's a good one. Just mm-hmm. um, so John Cena is like fun, funny, right? Fun, yeah. funny-ish. Yeah, not the fun. Look, if you put John Cena in a thing against other wrestlers, it's like yeah, he's the funniest of all the wrestlers there. But you put him in a thing, it's just like it's just, you know, you know, in those things, it's like when Brian Williams was was like, like yeah, he's the funniest anchor man. 
<laughs> right? Like the funniest news yeah. anchor, Brian Williams. But then he's just like, but then he starts thinking he's like funnier than anyone. It's like that's uh, that's okay. But look, John Cena. Okay, that's number one. Who's who's mm-hmm. second? Uh, John Madden. John Madden, the <laughs> football former football coach and booth booth jockey and namesake of the video game uh, franchise. Yep. Why? Why John Madden? Um, well, in this scenario where there are five people who are restarting Earth, like there's going to need to be a, um, a, a reliable means of transportation. And um, John Madden has a bus. Yes. John Madden drives. He does not fly, so he drives around in a giant RV. Yeah. I remember, like, when I was a kid, I, I owned a Madden video game. Um, and he claimed that he drove the bus to Honolulu. So it's like a very special bus. It could get anywhere. It's it's great. So Matt, yes. Who is number three? John Taffer. John, John Taffer from Bar Rescue. I'm starting to think, Colette, that you don't want Earth to continue. But I'm gonna. No. I want to hear. I want to hear where you're going with this. Why John Taffer, host of Bar Rescue? Um, John Taffer. Uh, he's a problem solver, and there's gonna be a lot of problems when there's five people on Earth. Sure, he can handle the bottleneck of a crowd, right? Because there's that. He can change the menu and be like, I mean, we're doing a special cocktail. Yeah, I mean, if anyone has a problem, just five minutes and it's solved. John Taffer, picture, picture this, Colette. John Taffer is saving Earth. He has everyone turn around. And what is Earth renamed when they turn around? What has he <laughs> renamed Earth? <laughs> uh... Well, he, the I'm going to say this first. He would have his his mixologist come in and design a drink called like the Big Blue Marble, right? Like that would be the that'd be the dumb drink that they would come up with to be just like this is your specialty drink. It's the Big Blue Marble, and it's a drink. It's a God. What what would be in that? Uh, what's a blue? What's a blue liquid? Uh, booze. Um, hypnotic. Hypnotic. Yeah, that stuff with like glitter in it. Okay. Isn't there like what is a blue alcohol, Nick? Windex. Windex. That would be yeah, sure. <laughs> so it would be just like it's a cocktail. It's called the Big Blue Marble. It's gin and Windex. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's number four? Um, John Darnell. John Darnielle from the Mountain Goats, and I'm picking up on a, a John thread with this uh, this list. But yeah, I, that's and why? I mean, I had to, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I had to establish a criterion. Like it's a lot of people to filter out, you know. Sure. So you're just riding the Johns uh, this time to build the to build the uh, the the world rebuilding team here. Yes. So why John Darnielle? Uh, you got to have music. And uh, he can write novels. He's a he's a multi talented person. True. Yes. He's a, he's a hyphen. Um, yeah. And I guess he could also do a podcast. He's got a podcast. That's true. I I know that because when I was at the uh, Onion Fest in Chicago, even though they had done four episodes of the podcast, it had a higher billing than me, 
who has been doing podcasts, who's been doing the best show since President Clinton was in office. Yeah, since I was a child. Ay ay ay. So Colette, who's number five? Wait, let me let me see if I can guess. You got John Cena, John Taffer, John Darnielle. Who was the other John? Who else? Who's number two on your list? Uh, John Madden. John Madden. I'm gonna say I don't know who. Who would it be? Uh, well, you should guess. Who's it gonna be? John. Is it a John? Yeah. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Mm, oh, okay. Not John Luke Picard. John Luke Picard from yeah Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. And does why is that? Because somebody needs to say that the line will be drawn here. <laughs> is that why somebody much. needs to draw the line? You would think that that'd be John Taffer's job, but um, I think that he's the one upon which the line will need to be drawn. Are you fired up for the new Star Trek? Oh, Tom, I can't even tell you. I have watched every episode of Star Trek by now. Of all the it's characters on Star Trek, who do you think my favorite is? All of them. Of all the Star Treks? All the Star Treks. Favorite series or favorite captain? Favorite favorite character. Oh, favorite character? Um, Elam Garrick. Close. Close. Oh. Neelix! No, God. <laughs> no. Neelix! Why? Because he's he's uh, he's a uh, buffona. He's he's uh, he's a clod. He's a, a yeah. He's a, a clod. A he's supposed he's to be like a thief dude, and he gets conned every other episode. It's terrible. Yeah. And now, what about Seven of Nine? I love Seven of Nine. She's yeah. great. Yeah, she is great. So you like Voyager? I don't know which one. I don't know if I like any of them. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I've seen so much of them. I've seen. I guess I must like it because I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. Least. Who's your least favorite character in all of Star Trek, Colette? Who's your least favorite? Um. Oh, least favorite. Q. <laughs> no, that's like he's near the top for me. Q's uh, near the top. Let's probably see. Neelix. Zephyrin Cochran. Zephyrin Cochran is really bad. I remember, like, when I first started watching the show, like, uh, the first time he came up was in, like, this weird, like, list of three that Star Trek does, where they were like, oh, the great scientists of the era, like, you know, Albert Einstein and Isaac Newton and Zephyrin Cochran, and I almost stopped watching the show, like, immediately. Because <laughs> that's a really stupid name. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, uh, Colette. When you watch uh, Star Trek, and they're just like, why do they always, like, it's like the 2300s, right? 2400s, right? It's the 2400s. Why do they never, like, when they decide to, like, put on a show or something, it's always Gilbert and Sullivan. They're skipping yeah. 600 years. <laughs> they don't do any Beatles songs on this thing I think it, it's like one of those things where like culture has progressed so far that they just circled all the way back around to where they're interested could you and also just imagine this could you imagine being interested in something that's 600 years old <laughs> to be I mean, like I was an English major those are the songs we're going to sing 
You know those songs from 600 years ago? Yeah, those canticles we're always covering. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like if now we were like, hey, let's listen to that music. Gregorian chants. Yeah. Just Gregorian like, chants. Like, we're just going to go all in with Gregorian chants. <laughs> 600. And it's always, I am the modern major of a general. It's like, so, so your favorite, who's your favorite? Did we say it? Um, my favorite Star Trek character is, uh, Elam Garrick, probably. Alright. Who's that now? He's, uh, um, on Deep Space Nine, he's a Cardassian tailor who kills people while saying puns about tailoring. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty great. Alright. Colette, here's the ruling for your, your list to save Earth. Let's see. Hold on. Here it comes. Hold on. Yeah. Why aren't you playing? Play. I command you. Play. There it is. Your list of John Cena, John Taffer, John Madden, John Darnell, and John... Who was the fifth one? Luke Picard. John Luke Picard. Earth is dead. Earth does not yeah. survive with that list. That's so, so yes, you're done. Good. There, see, I knew that's where you were at with this. <laughs> I knew you had no, you were not trying to save Earth. Burn it down. No. You just want to watch, yeah, you just want to watch Earth go twice. John, like John Tapper would suffer so much. Yeah, you just picture Earth him, hated. you picture him turning around when he's in the bar talking about how it like, and this bar has the the system that you can, you can do the ordering six months of the free, like whatever that thing that he is making money off of, and he turns around and a giant fireball rolls across, and you just picture his face <laughs> as he realizes he's getting that Earth is getting destroyed again, <laughs> and then all that's left is a giant turtleneck and. There's just a giant turtleneck shirt. All right, Colette. I wish you a grand evening. And then, uh, Tom, can I ask you a question, though? Uh, sure. There was there was one John that I didn't put on the list, um, but maybe I should have. I just like I saw something on Twitter uh, where <laughs> where someone found out that Jonathan Davis from Corn was in an episode of Monk. Oh, um, very true. Why was he in an episode of Monk? That seems like a weird well, it's thing. Simple, because there was a traffic jam and Mr. Monk was stuck in traffic and there was a tour bus ahead and it was Corn's tour bus. Oh, so that's he like went, he offspring. Out, he went in, he hung out with uh, Jonathan Davis, uh, Monkey, uh, Fieldy, um, and then head? the other, Head, and then the other, Brian, Head, Welch, <laughs> and then the other two guys. Or the other one guy, that's it. The other guy has no, it's Jonathan Davis, Fieldy, <laughs> The other guy's just Head. anonymous. It's, it's like it's like it's like it's like uh, you know, Keith Keith Smith. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they ran like, out of nicknames. He's just like, yeah. I, I, when do I get my nickname, guys? Yeah, he didn't get a sad card that day. I'm assuming it's coming. Your nickname's coming, Keith. Hang tight, <laughs> hang tight, buddy. That's why Monk was hanging out with Jonathan Davis from Corn. Well. That answers all my questions, Tom. When I do karaoke, you know what song I want to learn at karaoke? But I, there's a part I need to get right before I would ever perform in front of anybody. 
Oh, is it Freak on a Leash? It is Freak on a Leash. If you're going to learn the... Yeah. <laughs> the part where it's like, I, oh, I used to be able to do this. The part was like, yes, that part. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Well, I got to make sure I get it right. I already ate it when I tried to do chop suey by system of a down. <laughs> it's a hard one. I was like, wait, I don't know this song nearly as much That's as the, I thought. Uh, you know that song? The end of the world as we know it of my generation. You don't know chop suey, the one song that goes, wake up. Make it, make it, make it, make it, make it. Put on a little makeup. Yeah, yeah. You want it to. I don't want to trust. I don't think you trust. Yeah. I got a few blind spots, I guess. Self-righteous suicide. I <laughs> cry when angels refuse to die. <laughs> the guitarist from uh, System of a Down had a band called Scars on Broadway that were that that. Oh, that played before us at Coachella in 2008 and played uh, like 30 or 45 minutes long. And then they mm-hmm. had like three semi trucks and huge stage rig. And we were just, it was just the, well, there was like seven of us in the band, but yeah. we were just waiting to go on and they just kept going and like pushing our slot later and later until uh. we, until we, we went on like an hour late and like ran into MIA's set and it was, uh-huh. uh, she was like riding real high with paper planes. And so yeah. we, we, that was the beginning of the end, I would say for me. Yeah. She couldn't play paper planes that night. No. She wanted to catch our set. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Colette, you have a great night. Thanks, Tom. Mike. Mike. I'm still bored with you. Sorry. Father, you have all forsaken me. Best show, hi. Hello? Hello? Ooh, spooky. I know, right? So you've been doing these book uh, events now for your for your book, Penguins, Nick. Yeah. One. Yeah, I'm trying to, trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. At Nick from Islands. Mm, that's which, true. Which is what you will always be. They don't let you change it. I learned. Once you're verified, I think Once you're, you're verified, locked in. Yeah, you lose the you lose the blue check because you have a band islands. Mm-hmm. Such a great band. Oh, you're sweet to say. <laughs> Such a great band, but it's on ice right now. It's it's on the it's on the ice. Yeah, it's it's on the back burner. It's on ice. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I need to I need to try other. Avenues of expression sure. before I return, and then the other the other uh, uh, f- fellas in uh, uh, islands are off doing all sorts of different things now. Yeah, Jordy's playing in U.S. Girls, mm-hmm. really cool band. Yeah, they're good. <clears throat> uh, Evan does a really really cool John Carpentery kind of um, thing called and sort of Tangerine Dreamy thing called Shed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adam is playing. He has his own band called Mr. Griever. So everyone's, they're, they're all busy with, with their sure. projects, which I'm happy about because they're all super talented musicians, mm-hmm. you know. So. But for you, it's the book life now. Now it's just lit life, yeah. How was, how was the, uh, the, 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 the press thing in, uh, in, in, um, Maryland? SPX, yes. Yeah. Um, it was really, really cool. It was really amazing to see comics become this this place for outsider type folks i mean it's always been a a safe haven but it 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 
seems to me like historically it's been like maybe white men, you know, mm-hmm. and, and going there, uh, I guess it was a week and a half ago or yeah, it really felt like, um, it, it was really like a, a very diverse group of mm-hmm. people and cross section and Rebecca sugar was there signing. That's right. Rebecca from, uh, my friend, Rebecca sugar, the creator of Steven universe. And she went as, as a fan to that first because she grew up in that area. Right. So she was an attendee as just, and that was, that was. And she was the main, main attraction and there was a line constantly around the, around the Some, door, out the door. Someday I gotta get a taste of what that's like. Me too. Someday. Me too. No one came to see me. Well, that's not true. <sighs> you signed books. Not like one. No. Like maybe one. two, Max. Maybe but... two. That's, I don't buy that for a second. Maybe two. You know, I'm building something new, so I guess you gotta start, you know, you gotta start small, I guess, but yeah. I'll probably give this up too. I'm, I'm not really good at oh, anything. Stop! Stop it! This is the worst fishing expedition I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not good at anything. First of all, it's my turf. Right. I'm the one That's who... That's why I like you so much. I feel like a... I'm the career failure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the mul- I'm the five tool failure. Like, you know, in baseball, they're just like, this guy's a five-tool player because he can do, like, all of these different things. Like, I'm a five-tool failure. <laughs> like, I can fail at five different things. Like, wow, he really that's does a, not get anything going. That's a good tombstone. Five-tool five failure. failure. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Or a song. Or a good, yeah. Or it sounds like a band. Sounds like, it sounds like, like a, a band. Five, sounds like a new metal band. Yeah, it sounds right? new metal. Five. Whoa. Slightly, yeah. Right. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna put you in the face. <laughs> Best show, hi. Hello? Hello, hi. You're here with me and Nick Thorburn. What's up? Hello, Tom and Nick. Hi. How are you? I'm alright. You sound, you sound like a little tough guy. A little tough guy. I'm picking up a little toot in the voice, but I hope that's not true. What's your name? Um, my name is Ben. Ben, what's up, Ben? Where are you calling from? Seattle? Seattle. All right. I have no toot. I, okay. I, I'm sorry if it Don't came worry. through. Don't worry. I, I give you. That felt like sarcasm to me. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Ben, I'm, I'm no, nervous. I'm kidding, that, Ben. That's ben, all. You sound sweet. Ben, the, the, the ta- tabla rosa, Ben. <laughs> so what? to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um. Well, I... I was at a concert this last weekend, and I saw. Let me see if I can guess who you saw. Who? It's in Seattle. Yeah. What was the What was the size of the venue? Don't even say the venue. Just how many? I think it was like maybe fifteen. Father John Misty. No. (laughs) Not that cool. Sorry. Broken bells. No. Who? John Prine. John Prine. Okay, so you saw John Prine. Very good. And I was waiting for uh, some uh, refreshments, and there was a person in front of me with. Uh, when you say you're waiting Prince. for refreshments, did you mean like? You know what I mean, like right? Nick gets it, right? Right? You're in Seattle. Were you just like I'm looking for some refreshments? Right? <laughs> yeah. PCP, 
the use. PCP. Whoa. That's a little <laughs> heavy at a John Prine show. <laughs> Who's that guy pulling his skin off of his uh, skull at the John Prine show? <laughs> so, you're at the thing. You're blasted out of your gourd, right? Yeah, and um, I'm standing in front or in back of a guy who's got a King uh, Crimson T-shirt on. Okay, so clearly you're in back of him, so he clearly had a double-sided shirt. Yeah. Strike one. I don't want it. You know what? Double-sided T-shirt? I don't want people staring at my back. You know what I mean? Look at what's on the front. That's it. Got to read tour dates on the back. Wait, slow down. I want to see where... (laughs) <laughs> oh, wait, I want to see where they played in Miami. <laughs> hey, buddy, slow down. No, go. So what What? what did the shirt say? Well, it, I mean, it had something to do with King Crimson. I don't know. But um, I went into full-on, like, lying about yeah, here we go. how I like. I don't know what possessed me, yeah, but you, I went into this. You're weird. This, That's like, what possessed And you're high is what it sounds like. <laughs> Sounds like you're you're generally broken, like most of us. Plus, you were high, so you decided to pretend that you were a King Crimson fan, and and completely ripped you off. Like, yeah. So you're every, quoting me. What did every, you, let me hear what you said that you passed off as your own thoughts? I I might have called him David Fripp. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, you should have gotten thrashed in the parking lot for that. You should have been like, guys, at the King Crimson, he's got a, he's, he's got brass knuckles waiting for you outside. <laughs> so what, what did you, what did you say to him? Just give me, start, give me the full picture on this, you phony. You, you weird phony. Couldn't just keep your, couldn't zip your lip. You couldn't just wait online. What were you buying? A Sprite? What were you online for? Just booze. Booze. Yes, you're online for booze. You're already high. You're already high. You're online for booze, and you see someone's got a King Crimson shirt, so you think to yourself, I don't know two things about this band. The radio show I listen to, that guy talks about them. I'm going to just ape what he says at this person. Why? Yeah, but, okay, I'm going to sidestep your question and just say, it worked. He was super into everything I had to say. Yeah, David Fripp. Yeah, when you started talking about David Fripp, he was into it. No, he thought you were insane. He, he knew you were lying. You didn't know what you were talking about. I love when David Fripp uh, plays guitar. This guy's probably scared. He's probably scared, actually. What did you say? What's the first thing you said to him? Hey, buddy. I said, um... Hey, buddy. Well, so I said... So actually, you know, he was so excited to talk about it. Yeah, of course he was. It's, you wear it, a shirt it, like it, that, you're just begging to, for someone yeah. to talk to you. As someone so who said, wears a King Crimson shirt every once in a while, <laughs> I get it. You're waiting so for I that started, moment. When that guy came up to me on the boardwalk and he's like, King Crimson. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, we get it. They don't. <laughs> that might be, if if I write a book... It might be called We Get It, They Don't. Wouldn't that be a good title for a book? Yes. We Get It, They Don't. King Crimson, huh? Yeah. We Get It, They Don't. He like pointed it all the, like the, just like the, the animals, <laughs> just the clueless idiots walking around with their, 
with their Taylor Swift shirts and their Bon Jovi shirts. We get it. They don't. So you go up to them, and what do you say? And I say, um, oh, you saw, you know, King Crimson when they came around here last year. Because mm-hmm. you, you said, read a date on the back of a shirt. Yeah. So you saw King Crimson on <laughs> June 23rd when they played. <laughs> You're just reading right off the back of the guy's shirt. I can't. Boy, that was a great show on June 23rd, huh? <laughs> I'm snorting into the phone. I'm sorry. So, no, no, it's fine, Ben. You're 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 making my night. So you you say, "Oh, did you see him when they played Seattle?" Is that what you said? No, I didn't. It didn't need much prompting. I said, huh. "You like King Crimson, yeah, huh?" And, and he just like talked for 40 minutes. Then. <laughs> And then he started talking about Greg Lake a lot. What and now? Tell me, Ben. You as the King Crimson expert, what what connection does Greg Lake have to King Crimson? Well, as a huge super fan of yours, who's listened to your Dave Weigel interview, okay. and and subsequently listened to whatever's available on Spotify. Yeah. Which isn't much. Not much. No, right? they do not put King Crimson's one of the last bands to put their catalog mm-hmm. online. Yeah. But Greg Lake has a whole live album of a bunch of King Crimson yes. sorry, King Crimson songs available online. Yeah. I've listened to his ver- and also uh my guitar teacher has taught me I uh, I talk to the wind. That song, you know that song? Do I know the song I talk to the wind? Yeah, I do. It's on the first album. <laughs> Yeah, we all yeah, know. So I know that song. That's the that's the only song I know. I know I know the lyrics to that song and like basically nothing else. And I also know Emerson Lake and Palmer's like classic rock radio hits. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Like which one? Right. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Right, that one. You know that one? Carn Evil Nine Movement Second uh, Part Two. Um, you know that, that song, right? Is that one of their songs? Come inside, the show's about to start, right? Guaranteed to blow your head apart, right? You know that one. I, I, I know that song. Is that actual? Uh, yeah, that's them. Yeah. Who did okay. you think it was? I don't you know. The yes? Something yes. That's not yes. First of all, there's... there's never mind. Um, yeah, Greg Lake was the lead, the lead singer of the first version of King Crimson. Yeah, so he was talking about Greg Lake, and I was yeah. talking about that song, and we were yeah. bonding, and then, then he bought his he bought his booze, and I bought mine, and then yeah. that was that. But I um, mm-hmm. uh, just wanted to tell you that uh, so I... you a little connection. I owe... That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. So. It was false. You you lied to this guy. Yeah. I lied. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. What is the truth, right? When you think about it, what is the truth? You gave him the truth he wanted that night, right? You're 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 like uh you're like uh the music man or whatever. You're like uh, right? You're fibber. Yeah. I, I did that with my barber like uh, half a year ago or so too. I, I called you and told you about it too. I what? used your uh your your knowledge of George Harrison to to inform my barber situation. It was good. 
You know, if you paid attention to like other things other than what I'm saying, you would not have to fake it through these conversations. You could go learn other things other than things I say. Like you're a, like you're completely allowed to go like l- learn a thing on your own and record not just like not just like parrot what I say on on the th- What did you say about George Harrison again? Ah oh, man, all things must pass, man. That's a masterpiece. Exactly. He really showed exactly. the other two Beatles. He had all those songs they wouldn't put on the albums, right? You know why I know what you said? Because I'm just saying what I would say about it. I'm <laughs> assuming that's what you said. Oh, but then he also talked about the Grateful Dead mm-hmm. and how they were such an amazing group of um, degenerates, awful people at yeah. the concert right. yeah. uh-huh. in, in Marymore Park in Seattle. Yeah. So, and then I started talking about Grateful Dead, how much I didn't like them, yeah. just like you don't like them. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was this very is, upset about it. This is what I it. want you to start talking about. This, I'm going to tell you, okay, <laughs> Ben, here we go. This is the next thing I want you to talk about at a thing. You got it. I want right, you to wait. talk about the band The Prodigy, right? <laughs> okay? Okay. Talk about Firestarter, right? I'm the Firestarter, dramatic Firestarter. Won't you be, have you seen anybody with like a prodigy, sh- like a <laughs> fat of the earth shirt? <laughs> be, oh, okay. Prodigy, yeah, that's it's one of the first uh, electro bands to really, to really uh, move units in the U.S. Okay. Okay. You have to talk about it. it was it was all the uh, the guy behind the scenes. The singer was just a. The, the kind of the prop that was put out there. Yeah, he was. It the, was uh, Hewlett. What was the guy's name? Keith? No, Keith. Jamie. Jamie Hewlett. No, no, sorry, Keith. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. the DJ was like the real mastermind. We'll you have just, to talk about that. Too. So rehearse that right now, Ben. You see me wearing a Prodigy shirt. What do you say? I was like, oh man, you you like Prodigy? You know, the lead singer of that is not really the creative force <laughs> behind Prodigy. It's the lead singer. Mr. So and so, who you know really masterminded the whole thing. It was the DJ, Keith. Keith Hewitt. And who's I what's another so. what's another thing he should talk about that he could he could fake his way through with regards to Prodigy or just anything? Just like what's another thing? <sighs> something good. Yeah. What's something? Yeah. You know, Nick Thorburn from Islands really is a comic book artist in his own right. There we go. I like that. He has a, a, a published graphic novel from Fantagraphics. From a local which publisher. Is a, yeah, right here in town. Yeah, local. There yeah. we go. Huge Lake City, Lake City, way northwest, or northeast, sorry. And you could talk and, about the, uh, you could talk about the relationship between music and comics, how it's it's been uh, a healthy cross uh Cross cultural stream or whatever you've got, you know Pete Bag and and the '90s grunge movement. You could talk about that. Yeah, well, that, so comics are something I could talk about with some authority. I'll yeah, that. yeah. There you go. There you go. Pete all Bag right. moved down to Tacoma. Anyway, all right. I'll... All right. Well, so look, thanks, thanks for the call, uh, talented Mister Ripley. <laughs> you, you weird shell of a human. <laughs> Calm, All right, man. Thanks, thanks so much. All right, Tom. Ben. And Nick. Ben, I can say this, Bye, Ben. Bye. 
I can say this, man. You're all right in my book. You're all right in my book. Mine too. Well, See, yeah. yeah. Nick Very good literally, night. Nick literally has a book, Penguins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have a book. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Pat, is that thing working? Did it work? Okay. Uh-huh. It's not going to charge in time? I'm going to try it now. All right. Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Should Thank we talk you. about Paul Simon? You saw Paul Simon, <laughs> his final show. His final show. And, you know, I saw it, I saw him because I was listening to you, mm-hmm. and you were <clears throat> you were kind of maybe dis- referencing the final show with maybe disparaging in a disparaging way. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to be in New York. Mm-hmm. During this show, so I sure. looked, and then I immediately got tickets. And uh, I now, know we we don't we agree on a lot of things, and I know we disagree with sure with Mr. Simon. But oh, look, I I admire <laughs> the Simon and Garfunkel records. I like the first couple Paul Simon albums. Yeah, that self titled solo record. Yeah, I like some of those. Songs. I like his hits. <clears throat> yeah, he's got good hits. He's got good deep cuts too, though. Run yeah. that body down. I don't know that one. Duncan. Duncan, <laughs> like Dunkin' Donuts. I think it was. Uh, I think it was where Dunkin' Donuts got the okay. name for the chain. I, you know what? I, you know, what, look the 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 Graceland record, right? So I was five when that record came out. Yeah, that might have something to do. Yes, with it. I was not five. I was older than five when that <laughs> record came out, and it drives me up the wall. <laughs> that record. I don't know. There's some depth in there, though. If you, if you, I don't know. I found the show very moving, and uh, yeah, really, really, Mm -hmm. really, one of my one of the best concert experiences Mm -hmm. I've ever seen. That's great. And he came out, and this is not a bit. He came Mm -hmm. out, and he had e-cigarettes for legs. Actually, oh, (laughs) Mike, how did you let that happen? It's a live one. I just got live e-cigs for legs. By someone I'm friends with, just did it to me. Oh, just got e-cigged when he came out. But you saw him, right? You did see him. Yeah, yeah. It was in a, it was in uh, Flushing Meadows mm-hmm. Park in in mm-hmm. Flushing Queens, and mm-hmm. you know it was where a lot of the where he where he grew up, and mm-hmm. so a lot of the songs that are about New York. Mm-hmm. It was just really, sure. it was really. Uh, I was moved. Look, I get the guy. The, the guy did. The guy did it. He did it. He did it. The great American songbook. You don't pull that. You don't pull, you, you can't be. You can't be. You can't be a bum and do what he did. I get it. There's, there's great songs. He did play catch with the audience. It like, just doesn't move yeah. me past the hits. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what that's like mm-hmm. when somebody doesn't spark to. Uh, when you just uh, you just uh, you, the connection does not go deeper. Yeah. There's like a technician. He feels like a technician to me sometimes. There's a craft. Yeah, he he, he definitely, um, when he writes lyrics, it's it's very... Uh, I picture him physically writing mm-hmm. them on a piece of paper. Right, a yellow, like, legal pad. Yeah. It's very structured. Yeah. And I can feel that in mm-hmm. it. And just like there's a, there's a lack of ease to it in that regard. Where you take somebody like Leonard Cohen. Mm-hmm. Leonard Cohen eats his lunch when it comes to words. <laughs> Right? 
He can't. Paul Simon can't come within a mile of him. Like the 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 ease and the complexity of Leonard Cohen with the words. Mm. But look, that's neither yeah. here. It's not a race. It's not a contest. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, but that's somebody who I feel a connection with that of that of that class of yeah. songwriter. That kind of somebody writing their songs and sing and performing their songs. Famous blue raincoat. Just the yeah, just the. But that was about an actual raincoat. To me, that's like Paul Simon was mm-hmm. talking about Graceland, but he wasn't talking about uh-huh. Graceland, Tennessee. He was talking about this place where we can go uh-huh. to, you know. Sure. Well, Whereas thank Leonard Cohen. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thanks for. Yeah. Let's let's um, <laughs> let's down talk Leonard Cohen's lyrics. First, and then I give the guy credit. And his name was not Al, you know. It was kind of he was, sure. Oh, you just you can call him that, right? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, hold on. He's saying, he's saying, if you'll be my bodyguard, right? I think that Chevy Chase being in that thing is probably about seventy percent of what I don't like about Paul Simon. Yeah, like that informs like right because it it's like a time stamp of just like. Content, right? Lauren Michaels, rich, is just yeah. Lauren Michaels, floating in pals. the yeah, yeah. Content, rich people, right? Inherently mean spirited. That video, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what that. Now I'm realizing it. <laughs> that is probably seventy five percent of what I don't like about Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. That's the that video is the source mm-hmm. of it, and it has like poisoned. Mm-hmm. I'm serious now. Wow. I'm actually thinking this through. I think the the just the arrogance of that video mm-hmm. that that's funny that video. Right. When it's the it's like the least it funny thing funny I've ever seen. It was funny at the time seen. though. <laughs> it was never funny. That video was never well, funny. Well, Paul Simon's really short and Chevy Chase mm-hmm. is really tall. Sure. Yeah, and they both they yeah. played I think Chevy Chase had a really tiny saxophone too and an alto. I that video is why this is, it's, it really <laughs> is like, this is like therapy for Paul Simon or something. Great. I just had a breakthrough. This is great. About why I am down on Paul Simon. And mm. it's that video. Now you've assumed this, uh, uh, you're sitting <laughs> very much like you just shifted in your chair mm-hmm. as if you're, you're just, you're, you're now in charge of me. Some, yeah. Like you're, you're leading me somewhere. Yeah. yeah. We got you through. Now go back well, to that I record. Now I just got to go see the guy in concert. Well, too check. late. Too late. You I got to go it. see these hits live. <laughs> Wait, when's he playing next? Let me check the... I think he's done. Is he done? He'll be back. He'll probably be back. I mean, he was... I, that was such a... Like, I think he was crying and stuff on stage. Uh-huh. Like, it, yeah. why, why would he want to stop? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so good. You yeah. Know? Anybody throw M80s at the stage? Anything like that <laughs> going on? Like, you know, in the 70s... Mm. He would have been playing that show, and someone would have thrown an M80 at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's how shows went back. It's right. Like, I love Aerosmith so much. They're my favorite band. Wait, what's that in your pocket? Oh, it's an M80. I'm gonna <laughs> throw it at the. I'm gonna throw it at Steven Tyler. Hopefully, it blows up. It blows him up. There was a few bottles chucked at the stage. Just, but. just like high arcing yeah real high and then the guitar <laughs> yeah i guess the guitar player kept taking them like where you're not sure if it's gonna make the stage right like, it's like boy that that's got the it's got the arc i don't know if that ball's got the distance though 
Well, he threw a ball out into the crowd because he's like, this is where I would use, I used to come and play catch. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so he threw a baseball into the audience and then had, there was a bit of, it was a bit of, it was a bit much. It was off the top. He kind of hadn't earned it yet or something, but he, he played catch with the audience. Any special guests? Anybody go, uh, show up? Uh, Edie Brickell whistled uh, on me and Julio down by the schoolyard okay. slightly out of tune, mm-hmm. so it was a little okay uh, uncomfortable. Anyone, anyone else? Any That's Artie, it. Artie show up? Artie had his own show in Minnesota, I think, that night. That and Billy Joel. I thought Billy Joel was a was you a know sure Artie. Thing. You know Artie booked that show. Uh, oh, definitely. Just to be like, definitely. I got to be out of town. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody asking why mm-hmm. I'm not there. I'm mm-hmm. playing a show that night. Mm-hmm. And you know that night there was probably he got an M80 thrown at him that night. <laughs> there probably was no show in Minnesota, right? Like people showed up, like Art's not here. <laughs> like, like people. <laughs> it's in the Upper West Side right now. Yeah, Art's in New York, <laughs> crying right yeah. now. We just had to say there's a a Garfunkel show, so right. we do have a. Uh, Gar, we have a cutout of Garfunkel on stage. So, <laughs> if you guys could come in, take some pictures. If you could put right, them on hashtag Instagram. Garfunkel was here. <laughs> Saw Garfunkel. Then. Yeah, Garfunkel, like like uh, greater than Simon. <laughs> right. Can you hashtag that Garfunkel greater than Simon, and just get that out? And then people retweet that, and then it looks like there's a Garfunkel show. Right. Hashtag feeling groovy. Best show, hi. Hello? Hey, hey, Tom, I was... What? Hey, Tom, I was hoping to ask you about some acting performances uh, in the spirit of Pacino and Jack and Jill. Yes, the great Al Pacino in Jack and Jill. Yeah, right, of course. All right, so I got three here. Number one, Christopher Walken up against the esteemed David Spade, and I'm sure you know Joe Dirt. Yes, Christopher Walken and Joe Dirt. All right. Number two, Peter Falk up against the lauded Chris Kattan and Corky Romano. That's true. And number three, last but not least, although I'm not actually sure of his name, the guy that plays Bobby Bacala in Clint Eastwood's Hereafter up against Matt Damon. I'll take the first two. Well, I would say, why don't you swap the third one out, Bobby Bacala? Because, look, this guy's... <laughs> Why don't you switch in um, Julianne Moore in um, in uh, the uh, the the movie the uh, what's the Tim Meadows movie? Ladies Man. Ladies Man. Honestly, Will Ferrell is amazing in that movie. I yeah, must but, say. But I'm saying put Julianne Moore in. Okay, who but has Bobby a small Bacala part as a play... she has a small part as a circus clown in the Ladies Man. But Bobby Bacala does play one of the top San Francisco chefs. I don't care about Bobby. He's not. <laughs> you're missing the point of the whole thing. Is that you're right? I'm sorry. Fair enough. You're celebrating Bobby Bacala as if that's like equal to Al Pacino. Well, he outacts the crap out of Matt Damon, though. First of all, I I, I question. Whether Bobby Bacala brought it that hard. It just means Matt Damon sleptwalked through it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm curious about those first two, though. Christopher Walken and Peter Falk. Yeah, they're both great. 
and they both they both clearly wanted to buy something that <laughs> that that week maybe like a like a little boat or a, or a put a down payment on a on a on a lake house or something that's their right look if i could if people would pay me to be in movies could you imagine i'd be in movies all day long you would be great in a Tyler oh, Perry movie. I, you know what? A Tyler, the, I'd do a Tyler Perry movie in a yeah, second. Yeah, you, you can be the token white guy. You would sure. kill it. Yeah, great. Well, I'll, I'll do it. What, I is he hiring? I could see you in an Alvin yeah. and the Chipmunks. I would do that. Yeah. I'll do right. that. I mean, either way, you're playing an accountant. What's that now? Either way, you're going to be playing an accountant in either role. I'm going to be playing yeah. an accountant. Yeah, but a great accountant. See now you're getting into weird. This it sounds like you have some issues you need to sort through. Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> you showed you showed a little too much of your your inner workings on this one now, my friend. Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. Now get off my phone. <laughs> Good riddance, right? So as I was saying, I'm going. I'm to, I'm, I'm Toronto bound for a while. I'll be gone for a while, and not even just not just more than weeks. I'll be gone. I'll be gone for a couple months. What do you think about that, Mike? You're not going to see me. You're going to be sad? You'll love it? Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks. Right back at you. You love it. I thought he'd say something nice. I, I, I love it. It's not going to see me. Yeah, see how much I go to push apmike.bandcamp.com. Let's see how much I push it. Right? I'm not pushing it anymore, Mike. I'm done pushing apmike.bandcamp.com. How are we doing with that thing, Pat? Not good. Well, my friends, I got to say, I was going to try to do some vape triloquism on the way out. But the vape thing that I paid $100 for <laughs> apparently doesn't work anymore. That's a great purchase. Things The thing weighs seven pounds. What am I supposed to bring it back? Yeah, hi, this vape thing doesn't work. Uh, I bought clown. What, what's the stuff called? Clown? Clown ser- serum? That's the flavoring in it. Clown serum. It's like, it's like, it's like smoking a can of orange crush. Oh, that sounds pretty it's good. It's disgusting. Oh. It really is disgusting. You realize that, that orange soda is not supposed to exist in, in, <laughs> in vapor form. <laughs> oh, uh, Nick, first of all, it's not smoke. It's oh. vapor. Oh. It's vapor. Uh, it's not smoke. It's water-based. It's water-based. It's just a vapor. And can you do tricks, too? Um, I can. Wow. Not working, though. I want to see this. I know. You sure that's the right cord for it, Pat? Can you bring it here for a second? Can you use it while it's plugged in? Is that possible? Oh, I don't think so. Catch fire. Right? Yeah, vape and catch fire. Vape and catch fire. The AMC's new. They want it's new an show. Edgar Award winning show. That would be. They've got the Sea uh, God. <laughs> Let's see. Let's try this. Was it a mini a mini USB cord? Yeah, I don't know. Is that what it is? You know, smash. You listen to me. The people at the Smoke Corporation, SMOK, your thing's a piece of trash, man. I think it's pronounced smock. 
Smock. Why is spelling things wrong? Yeah, is there no, not an umlaut on there? Or? No, but I, just from the from the uh, little YouTube videos I was watching on how to, you know, on setup, uh-huh. pronouncing it smock. What about that? That's so weird. It looks is like that a... charger? Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me try that. Yeah. Gotta take the carb off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> off your off the vape. I don't know. Duty, I was under the weather. He, uh, so we miss you. We miss you, and uh, miss uh, just miss that uh, that vape knowledge you you bring every week. Mm. He loves he loves his vaping. So I'm excited to see where the technology will go. I mean, because really, if you think about vapes, it's we're in the like, you know, George Melier version era of yes, vapes. This you know? really is. We are we are talking about the train coming train at the audience. Co- yeah, and the audience jumping up in right, terror. Right. You just imagine when when what's the jazz singer right. for vape? When do when do we get into the talk headset? Bait. I would say like glass uh, wearable tech. Like yeah. you don't even have to some sort or of implant. Maybe it's so, a vape plant. Vape right? plant. It's just and in you always. Yeah. Then you can just vape. You, you just, just maybe click f- it. You just yeah, you, Blink. And you turn it on. <laughs> yeah. And you pour the juice in your mouth like you drink it. Yeah, and then I would it comes say. Back out as, or you as, inject it with a needle. Sure. Shoot into your vein. This sounds very. It sounds like this technology. It sounds like, crazy now, but it sounds like David Cronenberg <laughs> is uh, like broke. And try, yeah. like, it sounds like something he'd write, like, on the train on his way to a pitch. Mm-hmm. Like, he realized, he like, he's got an idea for a pitch, and then, like, he, then he sees that it's, he sees, like, a billboard for the exact thing he's about to go pitch. And then he's like, oh, no, that idea's been used already. What's that? What now? else do I got? How are we doing? I'm worried that the batteries inside here, the rechargeable ones, might have. This piece of crap. You listen to me, smoke. Smoke company. Paid a hundred dollars for this dumb thing. Mike, get in your car. I I want you to wait out in front of this it's a it's a vape place on Route twenty (laughs) two. They open at probably ten AM. I want you to be the first customer inside. Get ready and you can get something at the uh I think there's a Jimmy John's nearby. Get something for yourself. <laughs> yeah, pick up something for yourself. Get yourself a Jimmy John's, Mike. <laughs> I can't understand Mike anymore. He's, he's talking out there. It's like he's, he's muttering to himself. This vape thing I made makes me sick to my stomach. A hundred bucks. Out of pocket. I'm trying to do vape-based comedy on the show. I can't. This is how I go out? This is how I go out before I go on my trip? I'm looking at some of the people here with their lists of uh, the five people to bring uh, to, to reboot Earth. Uh, Bad Guy Zero says, John Wick, Mary Poppins, Buckaroo Banzai, Banzai, Marge Gunderson from Fargo, and R2-D2. Then uh, someone says, Stone Cold Stunner, Sweet Chin Music, Torture Rack, Tombstone, Pearl River Point. Wait, though, this is... um. This is not a list. This is Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. That's he listed five things, but not. Yeah, 
I got to say. Are those Mother Love Bone songs? I think he might be a big... Because he's a Northwest guy, right? He is, Pacific Northwest. I got to say, this vape thing took, it took the... Took this, took the, took the, uh, the, the, the vape out of my sails, mm. right? Yeah. You know what it's like to see your moment of, what I gotta go buy, spend another hundred? Probably. Right. I would say it's like it's gone up in smoke, but apparently it's not smoke. <laughs> it, it's not smoke. Technically, it's, it's vape. Oh, it's vape. Water based. Yes, yeah, right. water based. <laughs> you, any hotel room, you can do this in it, and they can't. You can say legally vape. They can't say a thing. In a hotel room, they cannot say things. This is not smoking. You're like those guys in Texas that uh, that go on YouTube and film themselves at the border, and just like, or through the through the crossing and mm-hmm. say like, what am, what am I being arrested for mm-hmm. or something, or what am I being searched for? Yeah. They're like r- libertarian guys, like pushing the line with it. You're like a vapertarian. You go in <laughs> with your vape and first of all, argue for your. F- I like when these dudes put these 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 uh, these, uh, these thugs. You can't just arrest people. Mm. Push the line. Sorry, I Push agree back. with that. I agree Push with back. that. I agree. But but I think but, the, but the, there's the a libertarians sport to it. There's are doing a sport it. Yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I know what you're saying. And they're you not in it guys. for the right reasons. You get these guys, you get your AP mics, and they taunt cops, and they... I'm sorry, Mike. I'm not going to... Why am I doing that to you? No, you get guys like Mike, and they go to a giant stadium, and they see uh, Bruce Springsteen, and they get into... An argument when somebody's smoking. And if that guy was vaping at that show, Mike, you wouldn't have gotten into it with him. Right? If that guy was vaping next to you at that Springsteen show, you would have said, Hey, would you mind stop smoking? And he would have said, Oh, well technically it's it's vaping. It's 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 not smoke. I'm not I'm not smoking. I'm vaping. <laughs> well look, the big finale to the show um has been has been taken away from us. The big vape the big vape, uh, vape-tacular. I was going to end the show with a, a, a vape, a, va- a performance of Billy was going to be back, the vape triloquism. Well, now I'm going to uh, old, t- old Toronto for a while. I'll be there. Best show's going to continue. We'll do it. I'll be by remote. I'll figure it out. We don't miss shows here. We respect you, the Patreon supporter. Now, Nick... Yes, Tom. Your book, Penguins. Mm-hmm. Is your tour over? Is your book tour over? I have one event in Los Angeles, California at Secret Headquarters on October 5th. Okay. And it's free. And it's it's uh, it's like a free thing from like 7 to 9 or something. And it's pretty informal. There's like wine and, and refreshments and we'll talk about it and show. show. There's no words in the book, so I can't mm-hmm. really do a reading. But yeah, yeah, it's just a. I'm figuring it out. That's all any of us are doing. And what's next? What what what's down the pike now? What's what what do you see? What what medium at least will you be doing something in? I see a black hole. I see darkness. I have okay. no I right. have <laughs> I have no I have no idea. I have ideas. I have things that I've been trying to set up for many years mm-hmm. um that move really slowly. Um <clears throat> but um I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Tom. I might pack it all in, you know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm in the same boat. This, uh, The people at the smoke. If you want to know why the show ran out of what's up in smoke, to, Sorry. even though technically it's vapor. It's not smoke. It's uh, water-based. And it's not gas. You can't it's run out of gas. gas. No. The people at smoke, the smoke corporation, SMOK, 
they're the ones with egg on their face tonight. I spent $100 on a vape uh, uh, device, I think is what you call it. Like a... like a Yeah. Car- what? A, a starter kit. Yeah. That's clunky. $100 for this dumb thing. Didn't work. Worked for a little bit, now it's dead. You killed the best show. Smoke. At Smoke. Sick. It's sick and sad. It's equal parts sick and sad. Billy, I can't do I can't do the ventriloquism without the. Uh, I was looking to go out with a bang, some ventriloquism, some old ventriloquism. My 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 the one thing I invented, ventriloquism. That's my that's my egot. I get. Vegot. Vegot. The vape awards. Right. Second annual. The Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty proud. I have a a VGOT. I have a <laughs> vape award, uh, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. What's that, Mike? What if, like, Billy... H- hold on. Well, let me put the... Started gargling water. No, stop it with that. <laughs> okay, you do it. You do it, then. You want to do it? You let me put my mouth on that thing? Oh, I see what you're saying. Get Get out. You're really... You've pushed it tonight. You've pushed it, and you you uh, this yeah. sub, this hiatus this little hiatus I think is going to be good for everybody. <laughs> everybody, yeah. Studio's out. He's uh, unwell. You got Mike. Uh, Mike with his, his stupid calendars driving me up the wall. This calendar, yet yet I don't have one. I'm going to leave. I'm going to a different country now, Mike. Without the, I don't have a calendar. I'm a calendar. Well, I'd be back by January. You know what? Uh, you you better want you better tread lightly, Mike. <laughs> tread lightly with this. Unless you unless you want to be looking at those calendars for a long time, you'll be looking at those calendars. You be you get very accustomed. I'll I'll buy you a plank for Christmas. You can lay across the the boxes of them. You you build a nice little table. One box is gone, so you have an uneven table, a footstool, <laughs> right? A shoe rack. You'll have something though. You get those box. How many boxes you got left? Three more. This guy sold. This is sickening. This guy sold twenty five percent of his calendar run. It's still September. The money this guy makes on the show, Nick. I tell you, it's penguins money. He was talking earlier about that that he was going to retire because he had the calendar thing. He's got the locked in. You better watch out. He's going to do your thing next. Right? There's other birds, yeah. I mean you could Yeah. Yeah. Pelicans and Yeah, this guy with the this vape thing, I tell you. To get brought down by a, a vape uh device. Brought low. Mm. Now I know how Darth Vader felt when they blew up the Death Star. Now I know how Darth Vader felt. I never understood it until mm. now. Some rube. Imagine that. You make a thing, a Death Star, you're blowing planets up. Some farmer dry, starts driving a, a spaceship for one down the thing. Shuts the remote off. <laughs> blows the whole thing up. You know who I'm mad at with that? C-3PO. Who, built this, who built this exhaust pipe, the hole here? First thing I do, if I'm Darth Vader, first meeting back. Who put that exhaust port on this thing that could right. blow the whole thing up? Right. 
an exhaust port. Right. We really needed an open hole, an open target. It was an inside job, I think. Though it right? must have it been was Luke's uh, uncle, Owen. Owen. Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. <laughs> First thing I say though, guys, next time we build one of these things, right? Let's maybe put something over across the exhaust port, <laughs> so this so that you can't. Oh, I don't know. Fire a laser in it and blow up the entire death to start a chain reaction. And this isn't a pun, but are you angling to be Darth Vapor? Is that where you're leading with this? Oh, my goodness. Well, this vape thing don't work. I wish I could. That would be. And that wasn't a pun. I just want to no, make no, that clear. No, thank you. Thanks for thanks for not for not making a pun. Right. First meeting back. Yeah. I would just, if I was Darth Vader, I right. would just say, "Great job with the exhaust port, everyone." <laughs> Further, be like, "Hey, I wonder why there's only six of us here at the uh, meeting." Oh, everyone blew up on the Death Star. <laughs> oh, that's why. Everyone got blown up on the Death Star. That's why there's no one here for this meeting. Great job. And now I'm looking at Twitter. Somebody's doing a thing with the art of vaptriloquism with the thing. They're just. Here's another list. Someone's somewhere. already taken the idea and has no, been they're nominated paying, they're, they're for a vape, tribute vape award. They're, 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 he'll, he'll win a vape award. Yeah, that, exactly. If you could <laughs> win, picture this, an Emmy, mm. a Grammy. Mm, that that. Sounds nice. An Oscar. Oh, yeah. A Tony or Ooh. a vape award or a vape lifetime achievement. Okay, that that's award. where you got yeah, me. That's it's not just a yearly thing where you're just. It's such a nascent award that I think mm-hmm. you really get remembered as like a, a pioneer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. of of va- the vape arts, and you really you establish what's to come. So I think. You know, we all think of the the first Oscar winner and the first Emmy mm-hmm. winner, and I think I would love to be in that uh, in that caliber of person. Sure. Or you could get your name on the Stanley Cup, as if you played for a team that right. won. Right. I wouldn't touch the Stanley Cup if I those these dudes are barfing they're in, it. in it and barfing yeah, in gross. it. It's gross. Yeah. The abuse that the Stanley Cup yeah. has taken. Hockey players are well, you know. Well, I'll be there. I'll yeah, find out. You'll soon. find out. <laughs> I'll find out. I'll be at the. They just walk up and down uh, Dundas. I think. Okay. Dundas. That's one yeah. of the streets. Yeah. I can look forward to Dufferin and Dundas. You get hit that corner and you're good. Now, what should I be doing in Toronto? Let me write this down. You know, I will say I will shout out one place. It's okay. called. It's a bar. It's called Communist Daughter. Communist. And on Monday night. They they have this thing called uh, D side on the B side, okay. Where everyone can bring a record, and you listen to the A side, and then everyone in the bar—it's a tiny little bar. It feels mm-hmm. like a living room or something. And then everyone gets to vote whether they want to hear the B side or hear something new. Mm-hmm. And then you get to argue why you want to hear the B side or why you want to hear something new. And it's a really—it brings everyone in the bar together. It's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. If you have a Monday night, all right, I recommend and a it. record and a record. Yes, it's a record store, right? next door yeah i might quit uh i'll run in i'll be like do you guys have any uh drowning pool sandwiches <laughs> smoke them out the floor. 
Hit the bodies, hit the floor. All right, my friends. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta end the show. I'm, 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 I'm sleeping three to four hours a night, getting ready for this trip. I really am. I'm, I'm. Next week will be a good show. I promise you. I promise you. This vape thing. I'm sick. I'm sick on this vape thing. I'm sick. Smoke. S M O K. I know what the E's, the E must stand for. Uh, 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 Electronic, electronic, dysfunction. Or the reason there's no e on it, because it's, it's, it's yeah, because it, does, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say Nick Thorburn. Mm-hmm. Present. One of my favorite people. Tom, right back at you, You're and that's true. not just for the I'm, for the show. Please, I'm not just saying. You it. know, I'm I love you, it. and I love you too. Being friends with you is one of the best things I have in my life. And I'm not saying that. I don't say that lightly. Really? I don't. Yes. Well, yes. Thank you. I, I I return that sentiment. And I say, Mike, you know I love you, right? <laughs> Never hear it back, but that's fine. But you know what, Mike? I don't need to hear it back. You know why? Because I'm used to it. I'm used to, whether I'm being, looking at the back of a smoke vape device that's not working, or I'm finding out that I'm no longer wanted on a television show for home box office, I'm used to rejection. It happens. You get used to it after a while, but you know what? Does it make it any easier? No, it doesn't. Still hurts just like it's the first time that you've been rejected. Rejection. A lot of the time it's like, uh, it's like throwing a pebble into a, uh, a pond and the, the ripples just bring to mind the previous rejections that you've, you've dealt with. And it's not, uh, it all comes back. Yeah, rejection. That's tough stuff, man. You know? You try and you try, and you try to get a vape thing going, because you want to end the show on a funny note, because you're going to be gone for a while, but you know what? Then you just got to look yourself in the mirror, and you just got to say, you know what, what am I supposed to do? I didn't make this stupid vape thing, this piece of garbage. What are you doing vaping anyway? I just, I probably just added six months to my life by not doing this dumb vape thing tonight on the show. I'm probably going to live a little while, breathe a little better tonight. And you know what? Yeah. Tonight? Did I take it, take it on the chin? Yeah. I'm sleeping three hours a night, guys. I'm sleeping three hours a night. I'm losing my mind a little bit. But you know what? I made it to the finish line. I sat here. I did it. Mike and I did a show before this. And I was thinking about doing a half hour power after this. Maybe we will. I don't know. But all I know... Is that this best show? I look at all the other things I get going in my life, and I got things I try this, I try that. You do whatever it takes to put food on the table, and you do whatever it takes to try different things in your life. But you know what I always do? I keep coming back to the best show because it's this thing. It isn't a thing I do. I think it's a thing I am. 
And at this point, I just have to admit, the best show is who I am, and I'm not stopping it. And even if I'm out of town, I don't care. If I'm out of the country, I don't care. The best show's going to keep going. The show will be back next week. I will not be in the studio, but the show will be in your ears next week. Mark it down. We don't miss the show. What if I miss it now? Wouldn't that be the worst thing in the world? Could you imagine if then I miss the show now? Right? You know how it goes, Mike, right? Then we hear the fireworks, and then we decide to listen to a little bit of Xanadu. And the best show will be back next week. In some form, we're back. Not going away. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Bye. Bye.